You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. This is a big check. A very big check. Wake up, folks. You ain't never on the big checklist. So now, let me tell you about the talk of the town. What's the talk of the town? This is the checkpoint. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Checkers Podcast. This is your host, Superstar Dre. I'm here with my co-host. AJ the Diva, please believe us. Okay. And let's just jump right into it. This is episode 42. 42. Big deuce. Okay. Oh, it's like 42, Doug. Oh. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's just jump into the church notes for this week. Um, the message for the week is not everything that comes back to you is meant for you. Sometimes things come back as a reminder of just how good you are without them. So, to translate to y'all bitches that are hard of hearing, (laughs) sometimes he just came back to see how dumb you are. Wow. That is a message. (laughs) (laughs) that is a message yikes and let's just jump into the congrats celebrations and condolences yes congratulations to Meg the Stallion or should I say Meg the Stallion oh she graduated with her bachelor's in science for health administration at Texas Southern University um I think it's pretty hard to miss on social media. Like, it was a big thing. A huge She even, like, streamed. um, She shared the link for, like, her fans to, like, view her, to stream her graduation. It was a big thing. Um, But shout-outs to her because this was something that, you know, she was dedicated to completing. Um, She always said that she wanted to, you know, start um, some type of health facilities in her town. In Houston, in her city, all day. So, uh, shout out to her. I saw a tweet that was like, the minute I would have got my first check, <laughs> it would have been fuck you, black blackboard. Because respectfully, no, for real. Like I really don't understand like the whole point of her like doing this. That's what something that she wanted to do for her family, for her mom, her grandma. Oh, um, like the the graduating. Yeah, and okay. like completing. Um, I think it's commendable though. Like I think that was something that we haven't seen with any type of like female art- rapper, or but just like an artist, peri- like like an artist period. Like I think so many times we see celebrities go back and they get their honorary degree, but like to actually, I mean, granted she probably did courses um, remote, but she finished out and she yeah. got her degree. So I guess like we're commending the degree itself and like not what because what. <laughs> I am commending the fucking degree in black girl magic and excellence. Yeah, I just feel like um, we need to, as a society, as a people, <laughs> I feel like we need to um, revamp some things. Degrees? Yeah, and like. Okay, the... we're not starting here. No, 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 no. You're being a, an elitist right now. An elitist? Yes, we need to revamp so? degrees. It's just more so, like, the mindset surrounding the degrees, you know? Like, yeah. Like, it's a lot of it that just doesn't make sense because Meg... What? No, maybe she's able to launch a health facility. But you could have did that without the degree. 
and health administration. Okay, whatever. I'm not going back and forth. But I guess it makes sense given her, you know, her journey journey before rap stardom. Yes. But it's a lot of people that went to school, got their bachelor's with that, and they feel compelled to go get a master's because everyone else is doing it. Oh, no. I I leave the packs on my backs to go. (laughs) Let's not talk about it. I I feel feel attacked. Well, I didn't get a You know, like, if the shoe fits, wear it. It doesn't. Okay, yeah. so leave it alone. Okay. But it's, it's really true. Like, a lot of people, oh. I do agree that, like, edu- like higher education, like, college isn't everybody's route. It's not. And I think a lot of people do use college as a deterrent for getting into the real world to be like, I'm going to just keep going to school. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then a lot of people also use it, too, as, like, a, oh, a status thing. Like, oh, I got my master's. So all of a sudden, like. That don't mean shit. It don't. The value of the, <laughs> of the degree is going down, down, down. Child. Down, down, baby. That shit, <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't mean nothing. Like. But, yeah, but congrats to her. I'm glad that she she seemed very happy. She seemed to be around love. Um, everyone celebrated her. Like, congrats to her. And next we have Steph Curry. He has beaten um Ray Allen's record for the most career three pointers. Um, I believe it was actually yesterday. He played against um the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, and um Ray Allen, um, a retired NBA player. He held the record for 2,973 career three-pointers, and Steph Curry is currently at 2,977. And, I mean, Steph Curry, like, he's, like, 33. Like, he's still got a couple more seasons in him. So, shout-outs to him. He's goaded for sure. Like, yeah, you know, he does what he does. He shoots. Shooter shoots. Please. Okay. Um, condolences to Nick Cannon and Alyssa Scott. We're currently mourning the loss of their five-month-old son, Zen. Um, he recently died of a brain tumor. And, you know, it's just been really tough. I feel like this is sort of like a wake-up for Nick, who has been just having a bunch of kids. Like, hopefully... Spreading the semen everywhere. Yeah, increasing the population, if you may. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like, this, like, wakes him up to, you know, life and, like, what it means to, like, live and lose life. Mm-hmm. But definitely condolences to him and her. Very sad. Very sad, but also, like, I feel like it's bringing awareness to, it's called hydrocephalus. It was some sort of, like, brain cancer. Yeah, right? and... Apparently, Flo Rida has a child that he's not claiming who also suffers from this same... Not Flo Rida catching a stray right now. No, it's like in the blogs how he's not claiming his child who also suffers from hydrocephalus. And yeah, like it's just sad that men like Flo Rida exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, I think... It's something to be said that, like, literally, like, I think about um, these new mothers and how we see those these videos of, like, gender reveals and stuff. And, like, the mom is, like, disappointed that it's not a girl or something like that. You should be happy. You should be praying for a healthy child. A hundred percent. Like, I have, I'm someone to honestly say, like, if I ever do have kids, I don't know, because my mind changes all the time. 
But <laughs> if I ever do have kids, like, I don't. I personally don't care about the gender of my child. Yeah, that like, helps. I want my child to be healthy. Like yeah. you know, like there are so many. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day. It was like, what if you have a child that like, um, I forgot the disorder or like the disease, but it's like you have to care for them. Like they can't do anything for themselves. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like that type of mental strength and like. You know, it's, it's big. It's big, and it's like we. I think not we. When I say we, the larger society sometimes gets stuck on like the oh, is it a boy? Is it a girl? And is yeah. it you know all these nuanced things? It's like you want a healthy child. Yeah, and, and you want your child to live. Yeah, and I feel like that's also like a key too. Like aside from like the healthy is the living. Yeah, you know, and you know we spoke about this a couple months back when we spoke about the whole like Akbar Alexis Sky situation and that's something that people like really don't take into account like that healthy like kids don't ask to be here they don't at all so definitely that and and um just a couple hours ago news broke that Bell Hooks um she is a black author. Who is this? I kept seeing Professor, it. you know, you've taken a black studies course. You've read some bell hooks. Taking a black studies course. You didn't take black studies in Newport? No. I was oh. above that. Oh, you was one of them. Well, anyway. I was a business school <laughs> student. I had no time in my course load to dibble in cultural education. Anywho. Thank you. Bell hooks. She is a very, very well known. Um, black author, professor, feminist, social activist. Um, she is literally like, for me, like one of my teachers when I like came into college and like learning about the black, what it means to be a black woman and navigating society and like a bunch of stuff. She, her school of thought is very like transformative, like really? the feminist movement. Yeah, giving a voice to black women and... Is this, like, in the realm of women's studies specifically, or is this, like... I mean, it intersects between women's studies and and black black studies studies as well. Um, But she passed away. I'm not sure of what was the cause, but she passed away at the age of 69. Um, And it's so crazy because I just purchased one of her books that I've been wanting to read for a very long time. It's pretty popular. It's called All About Love. You might have seen this book. It's like red, mm-hmm. and she basically the what the is she book talking about? the book is about just exploring like what it means, like what does love mean, right? In in all aspects and like all different types of relationships. This sounds um, good. Yeah, do you have any like it's checkpoints that you've gotten out of it? Not so far? well. No I, no, I haven't read it yet. It's on my bookshelf, so I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, I'm it's going, decoration. No, <laughs> I just purchased it um, because I wanted to read it over my little vacation. Um, to tap into, but you know, it's really, it's really sad. So yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Let's jump over into the new music segment oh, of the podcast. We are this, back with the new music. This is your segment, so Child, yes, I hope is. you got some things. Actually, I don't really have much to be. I, we're gonna really go through this. Um, the highlight for me is a boogie. A boogie released a little EP called before AVA, which is like before um, A Boogie versus Artist. He's been teasing this A Boogie versus Artist album for like the last year and a half. Um, it's a little eight song EP. I listened at the gym. 
What was your thoughts? A Boogie stands are not too thrilled with this. I, I don't really care for it. He got the, um, okay. that song. What's the first song on it? Man in the Mirror. And he got that line, like, go to hell. I'll drop I'll you. I'll drop you. <laughs> oh, he got that bar off. <laughs> he got that bar off. He went crazy. That's he was, the only one that, like, people's talking about. And he I'm was like, really, okay. yeah, he really still hurting over Ella. You could tell. Um, oh, they not together no more, right? Mm-mm, she been free. That's why he got the song Be Free. Oh. Like, people not doing the math and the science here. I'm like, not, I'm tapped out. Um, I think that overall, is it, is this one of his best EPs? No. Um, I think out of the seven songs listed, I probably like four of them. Man in the Mirror, the intro, Making You Cry, definitely goes off. Notifications, and I like the 24 Hours with Little Dirk. Um, I don't really care for that one either. You don't like that one? I didn't dislike I it. I didn't. All the things I want to do to you. I didn't care for it. Okay, anyways. I didn't care for it. Well, that seems to be the consensus. Like, either a boogie stands or casual list- listeners are not really too excited about the project. Me, I think it was oh, it was okay. Like, it'll mm. grow on me because I like a boogie. When I like to get in my bag, that's where I go. But you know, that's just me. Um, do you know who Hot Boy is? No. <laughs> you probably know the song with him and Future, Nobody Special. I don't think so. Wait, how go? I feel like Future has yeah. dropped a bunch of features within the past like two months. So I don't know. Almost said I love, I told you anything. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Nobody special. Okay, whatever. Um, well, Hot Boy, um, he released an album, Life of a Hot Boy. And I listened to it. Um, he's really not my cup of tea. Mm. However, I do like his features. So he has a feature with 42 Doug and Moneybag Yo. I feel like Moneybag Yo is slowly becoming like what Little Baby became to me of like, when I see you featured on a song, I'm gonna tap in. Mm-hmm. Because he hasn't missed on a verse as of yet. Um, he's yeah. growing on me. Yeah. Um, the Nobody Special song with him and Future. I, but I feel like that's been out for like over a year. Um, he got a song with Kodak Black. That's pretty hard. And Little TJ. I love Kodak Black. Yeah. Still. <laughs> um, next we have ESTG. This is my... Shout out to Moneybag Yo's white baby mother. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, Ari! No, not Ari. Um, 10K. She just opened up a hair salon. Who is 10K? His baby mom. Oh. Baby is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. But shout out to her. She just opened up a hair salon. I don't know about his baby mom. I feel like his baby mom would be low key. Open up a hair salon. Mm-hmm. Big checklist. Okay. But not really. So. I'm crying. Um, ESTG, this is my man. Like, he released another project, Bring It Bigger Than Life or Death Part 2. This is for all my trappers. I listen to. Um, you know, the type of music when I'm going to get in my mood and my zone. Mm. Standout track, Jump Out Gang. That song goes stupid. Is it a like, feature? Is it like a solo? No, he has no features on it. Oh. Her. Oh, he is not this. one of them. Okay? He's putting off a uh, Kentucky. Um, Kentucky is crazy. Interesting enough, this BRS Cash guy. The Throat Baby Man? Yeah, Throat Baby Man. He has a song called Spend It. I don't know. Like, I kind of... 
his music is like catchy, but it doesn't catch me to keep me there. You get what I'm saying? Totes. Like, I listen to the song. It's not a bad song, but I don't think I will ever play this ever again. <laughs> unless someone, unless he does a remix, and then it's like, okay, cool. Um, Along the lines of last week when I said that French Montana should stop making music, um, P&B Rock should also join him. <laughs> You're done? Done. Oh, wow. Um, and this is coming from someone that, like, P&B Rock had me in a chokehold in, like, 2017. A chokehold is crazy, <laughs> given his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you play this type of game? I'm, I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, I was automatically sold with this song because I'm like, oh, Little Baby and Young Thug. So I'm like, oh, okay. Hated the song. Really? Going through. I didn't care. For, I think that baby's verse was, like, lackluster. Like, it just wasn't had given. And, like, Thug, it just... It did not give what I thought it was going to give. Wow. Actually, I didn't know what it was going to give. I was just really listening for Baby's verse. And it wasn't given. It wasn't nothing. I was like, I've yeah, never that heard was a this before. Ever. You know, this is what happens when you scroll on, like, the new music on Fridays, and you see what the fuck is going on, and you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Um, next um, is Rick Ross finally released his project, Richer Than I Ever Been. Dreams All. Um, this project was... For it to be called Richer Than I Ever Been, it was sounding real mid to me. Ooh. Um, it wasn't boss talk? It was boss talk. I just feel like it wasn't... To be honest, I really haven't been a fan of, like, Rick Ross projects as of lately. I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Rick Ross fan, but I do recognize that he has some quality projects and albums. Like, one thing I feel like he can do is put together a great album. Um, this seems like a throwaway. I just feel like um, we're and in a special are... time right now. And the slow music, the all that, like, we're no longer here for it. Like, we want bars, we want beats, we want drill. Like, that's where we're at. And I just feel like Rick Ross's music is not that at all. You know, like, he's going to give you a sample, a good sample. Yeah. He's going to make you feel rich. I will say, I do like the song that he has with, um, he has Future featured on it. And I like that song because we haven't heard Future on that type of beat. Mm. It was, it was, it, and now that I think about it, it is a sample. I think it's a Marvin Gaye sample. Yeah, his samples go crazy. Yeah. People's talking like about the wiggles. The, people are not happy about the Wiggle song. Really? They don't like. There's it a that challenge much. that started. Well, you know they gonna make everything a challenge. I don't know how or why, but I'm like, what do you do with the challenge? You just shake, shake your ass. ass. Mm, That's okay. it. The bar is low. To the floor. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to make everything go viral. You gotta stop that. Yeah, but I feel like um, I saw a video recently of Dream. 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 And Rick, you know, and they were getting a little cozy, so. At the release party? No, no, no. Ooh, this this is, is a different one. Oh. And I was just like, was Rick Ross dreaming? Well, you know, he 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 keep a bad one next to him. He loves Let's um, Rick talk pretty about and it. thick. That's the recipe for Rick. Right there. Boop. So, I don't know. And I feel like Dream was just looking for something stable. Even though she claims she is now... Bisexual? <laughs> she claimed, but... 
Like, if you don't fuck Shirley on, on OnlyFans, I'm not buying it. Shirley just had a baby. Oh. Sorry. Your storyline is not adding up, buddy. She said, Shirley, come spit in my mouth. She said a lot of things on that song. And where did that song go? To the trash. Anywho. But- <laughs> um, next. No, y'all might not care about this, but I found this, like I said, scrolling on New Music Fridays last week. Um, Migos and Jim Jones. Well, Jim Jones featuring the Migos. Bye. Um, we set the trends. I know you're going to say bye. <laughs> I should have said this to you beforehand to listen. Because not for nothing, Offset is really the top tier Migos. I could agree with that. Neither here nor there. Like, he... I could agree with that. He eats. It's his he, birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Offset. Oh, happy birthday, Offset. Just turned 30. He eats. His like, flows is crazy. He really can wrap his ass off. Like... So, with this song, like, I'm... I'm in... I'm, I was kind of surprised because I'm like... How did Jim Jones sound on the song is what I want to know. I really can't even give you that because I was just so taken aback by Offset's performance. Wow. I feel like Offset... He showed out? Yeah. The Beyonce of the group. Yeah. But the song... But it was... It was your, like, Atlanta Southern beat. Trap beat. Um... But yeah, that was... And that's actually, like, the... That was my commentary on it. Like, I feel like Jim Jones wasn't really memorable on it. Oh, shit. On his song. Yeah, I feel like it was the Migos song. Oh, wow. But that yeah. would never happen. Hmm. Did you hear Jim Jones was fighting Freddie Gibbs at Prime One Twelve? Um, yeah, and then Freddie said that he's fine. I just hope that's not true because Jim, you're really too old to be doing that. Like, why are you still running down? Like, you, why are you doing that? Wow. Like, why are you doing that? I'm not surprised. I just feel I mean, like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, like Jim is from the streets. Like, regardless of what we he's say, he's from uptown. You know how you get from, from the streets. You know, he moved to Jersey, but at the end of the day, like... It's giving very much so something. Yeah, in Prime 112, like... Way to play as well. No, I'm just <laughs> um, And then last... This song been out, but like... Um, well, it came out a lot last week, I think. Um, Mercedes by Brent Fayette. You know what's crazy? I love this song. You know why? Because I just bought a Mercedes. <laughs> Not to drive it, but Big to walk track. around it. Okay. <laughs> nah, you're annoying. Come see about me. <laughs> nah, you went bar crazy just now. Yo, one day we got to do an episode where they have to take a shot after every Nikki reference. We are there. Because <laughs> that sounds like dumb, okay? <laughs> Yo, um, Mercedes. Okay, so I thought that. Evil Eye. I do <laughs> Not to fucking stage in the studio. Yeah, you know what the haters be hating. Mm-hmm. Gotta make sure the airs is okay. Okay, but Brent, I thought he was coming out with a project. Like I was everybody did. Blue yours, I know. I know. I like it's the okay. little song. I'm like, okay. Let me tell you right now, I'm on like a Brent addiction. Like I'm obsessed. Like you don't I understand. Like me and my little toxic ting bond over Brent. Toxic ting. Yes, yeah, so romantic. I love that buzz. If y'all could see the smile on Miss Mama's <laughs> face right now. Because whenever I hear Brent's song, it just takes me back to a moment of place. Oh, this toxic thing. <laughs> I love it. Um, Yeah, there's never any Brent slander because he cannot do any wrong. 
that is all I needed to share. <laughs> um, so we have here, and I want Dre to speak to this. Um, you want me to speak to it? Yeah. Why you want me to speak to Ms. it? Miss Tori. Well, we're going to get to Tori later, too, child. <laughs> hmm. So Tori dropped a project recently. What it's called? I don't know. We don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but basically, like, it can't be found on Apple Music. It's not in any of the new music playlists. It's mm-hmm. not being promoted. He's been completely blackballed. Like, unless you type in Tory Lanez, it doesn't come up. Like, unless you go looking for it, it doesn't come up. And, you know, like, I gave it a listen. Well, it's in context. It's an 80s-themed project. And I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but, like, a while ago, I want to say, like, over a year ago, even before the Meg incident, he was saying how he wanted to do, like, themed projects. He wanted to do like an 80s or 90s, something like that. So, you know what? Um, what's her name? MC Deborah said, You're not fab like that. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Tori is not that guy. For him to be doing theme projects, like this was not it at all. Like, this is like roller disco music. I'm it's not 80s. thrilled. I'm, it, no. I'm going to listen to it because I want to listen to it through the... Because I, I want to think about... No. If the production and stuff like that... I Because no. I really think that... Okay, outside of, you know... I know that we're not fucking with him. Well... Anywho. But I just want to know... I'm curious. I did not listen to the project. But I'm curious to see, like, if production, if the beats and everything is giving that 80s feel. We were not here for the 80s. We don't know what the fuck was going on. They exactly was exactly why grease lightning. Oh, grease lightning! Like they but was we're not in that beauty no school drama. And like the thing is, people that are from that era, like they're not looking for anything new to match that era. You get what I'm saying? Like people of that era, like they're listening to their Anita Bakers. They're you know like whoever mm-hmm. else is from that era. Like they're not trying to jack Tory Lanez. So like, why are you creating music? Maybe he's trying to. Expand his catalog, I, I guess. I'm not gonna say expand his catalog, but maybe he's just trying to bring a new sound. Like not for nothing. I, I get it. Like it's not cool to like Tory right now, but we're what mm. we're not going to do is erase the fact that he was a pioneer of a new sound. The auto tune sound. Music. I will give him that, I guess, but. I'm not racing Tory Lanez. Like, I still love Temperature Rising. It's giving very much so Chick State Five. I still jive that too. So it's just, um, this new project. (laughs) 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 For you to go off like that is crazy. However, I just feel like this new project wasn't it. And the fact that they blackballed this new project, I'm all for it. I mean, they're going to keep blackballing him because. It is what it is. It was what it was. Um, also, Alicia Keys released a new project. Another bitch I don't give a fuck about. And but I she, heard good things about her project. They said it was good. People are saying that because of the fact that she, you know, like, produced, wrote, and sung the projects on the, the stuff from I the project. I think she always did that. I thought so, too. But apparently, like... You don't know my name. That's not true because I just saw um what was it unthinkable? I heard Drake wrote that. Oh, yeah, Nikki for Nicki. Uh, yeah. What? Getting through it. Nicki was <laughs> to get unthinkable. He wrote he wrote it about Nicki, I should say. 
Like, yeah. Got more than a thing for you. Tattoo and the ink for you. Right over my heart, girl. I do the unthinkable. But. Damn, he brought that up. Let me tell you something. Alicia Keys is not fab like that. Like, she has the hips and all of the great things. But. Y'all don't like that girl because she allegedly stole Swiss. No, 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 no. I, I just don't like her because I don't like her. Ooh. But it's that simple. Why? Like, I just feel like Alicia Keys is not authentic to anything. Like this whole even with the bare face beauty. No, like I know. I don't feel like she's authentic. Like I feel like she's like this fake, earthy, down to earth girl. Like I don't think it's real. And now, like she recently did an interview. I guess she's doing like a promo run on this mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. And they asked her about verses, and I guess she did one before. It wasn't in tune because that did not. Yeah, well, her and John Legend did a verses, but it really wasn't a verses. I feel like that sounds like a good match. In this interview, she's talking about doing another one. She 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 doesn't feel like she did because enough. that one really wasn't like when I think of like. Think about um what was that? Who was who was the other verses with the old folks? I just wanna make one thing clear. Like Alicia Keys is not on the same level of Beyonce, Mariah Carey, or Rihanna. Like that's I wanna make that crystal. Because for her to bring up those names or to agree when they brought up those names. I'm not going to lie, though. She could get Rihanna out of here. Let's really talk about she it. She can't. Yes, she can. She cannot. <laughs> like, fuck out of hell. Yes, she can. Uh-uh. Yes, she can. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. 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 That's not happening. She can get Rihanna out of here. Let's really... No, 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 no. Let's really talk about it because Rihanna's... If you want to talk about her... Her great songs came up for what? Auntie. Let's really talk about it. No. Rihanna let's really talk about is it. Stamped on. Like I'm not listen. I love Riri, but we Rihanna's B side. We're talking like, about music. You're bugging out. No, no, no. You're bugging out. If you think Alicia Keys cannot get Rihanna out of here. I don't think so. I'm talking about strictly music. I'm not talking about no personality. I'm not talking about I'm talking about strictly music. Nothing. You're bugging the fuck out. Cause I know that he knows <laughs> I'm unfaithful. What the fuck is Rihanna gonna play with Alicia Keys getting to her falling back? You bugging out. Umbrella? Oh, um, <laughs> umbrella? Are you kidding nah, she me? Better bring like, out it's a bunch of things. You bugging the fuck like, out. Nah. Alicia's not I, I don't like how you moving. No, 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 no. Beyonce, cool. Mariah, Rihanna? Mariah, great. Like, she's Rihanna? not. On that level, like Alicia got some good ones, trust and believe. No, hold on, let me pull up. Go ahead, because you really you can argue with yourself her. because I'm going, <laughs> I'm moving you on. Really being disrespectful though. I just feel like Alicia Keys is not that girl. Like You're they did a, bugging. they did her justice by pairing her with John Legend because I feel like they both play instruments. They're both like authentic you artists. Really However, when it comes out. to falling a woman's word, bye. You don't know my name. If I ain't got you, diary, my boo, mm -hmm. karma, unbreakable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rihanna's catalog's not matching this. You're bugging out. You're bugging you're out. You're bugging out. No. Do no, your you're Rihanna bugging. Googles and then you're we can bugging. come back and have a conversation. Teenage love affair super one. You're Bye. trying to sleep with a broken heart? You are Bye. really lace. Nah. Nah. It's you, a good catalog. You Don't gotta, get me wrong. Nah, it's you really got to come down off of that. It's Rihanna's, a good catalog. However, Rihanna... Rihanna has been doing this for a very, very long time. Like... Mamas is goaded. Like, please believe. Like, come on. I'm not knocking. 
what Rihanna has done. But Rihanna I, is stamped on. Alicia you you, is un, un, good for the culture. Unfaithful is not going up against nothing. Because really, if we're really going to have an honest conversation, we already know that Rihanna is not a vocalist. Let's really talk about but it. the hits... <laughs> like, they, they, like, like, they like let's really talk about it. Like, we love those hits for a free song. Like, okay? take a disturb. California bu- King okay. Bat. Like, come on. You like, don't let me, don't out. let me no. pull up the Rihanna catalog because we could really do this. Okay, How, no, we're not gonna I'm, do I'm it. I'm moving along. Go ahead. Move I along, said what I said. Choo choo. Okay. We have Capella on the way with Talk Nice. He's been teasing this song for like the last year. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. He's missed his time. You were supposed to put out all that music when you had the fucking hype around Gallus. Yeah, sad to say, like... Gallus is even slowing, slowing down in the club. Yeah, but sad to say, like, I feel like his recipe has expired. He never capital... He let Gallus yeah. go on too long. That's... Gallus got hot at the start of summer. You were supposed to put out music. You were supposed to put out all the yeah. shit you've been teasing. At this point, it's like, okay, cool. Niggas Bye. inside now. It's cold. They packing you up like it's done. But also, Santana, mm, the saucy finally, one. The saucy one. <laughs> Santana finally got a City Girls feature. It's called Shisha. And it will be hitting... Let like a hookah indictment. Whatever Carisha said. <laughs> that bitch ain't never been a indictment. We said this. Carisha, come link me. I'm going to show you that, man. Carisha, please. (laughs) Like, I don't know how I feel about this song. I don't feel like it's going to be good. I feel like JT may have something cute for it, but... I think JT might give us a nice verse that I have some quotes. We'll see. I don't think... Yeah, I don't know, but we're going to see. Did you see, speaking of Shisha... Did you see the little meme of like the my first hookah going I around? I did. I Just did. Just in time for Christmas, <laughs> like to give like my niece a nephew a hookah. That's sick. That is really like, and also, why did all my friends send that to me? Ask them. Like, what that mean? They trying to tell you something. Like, what that mean though? <laughs> <laughs> like, stop playing with me. They trying to tell now, you something. Now that's really great, but also that's very. I hope that that's not a real thing. I'm hoping that they really edited that and like created that from like the Photoshop or something. Nah, I think because it's to real. sell my first hookah, Dominican kids everywhere are gonna be ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Okay, but shit, they got the real one in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. They do. Well, with that, we that concludes our new music section of the podcast. And we're going to transition over to the checkup portion. Oh my gosh. And boy, checkup. This is like my favorite part of the podcast. The checkup? Yes. When we follow up on mm-hmm. the stories that we spoke about before. And baby, if you are still living underneath a rock, Travis Scott. Travis Scott is six I feet under at this point. Like, I think he's more than six feet. Damn. Um, let's just start with everything Travis Scott and Ash. I can like tr- this is something that like as much as I don't want to keep looking at, I just keep watching because every day it's something else. But it really like it's sad. Like it's very it's sad. A- oh, but wait, we want to get into it because I'm about to do a little deep dive, y'all. A little one, not a big one, a little one. (laughs) Let's start with the fact that he has been dropped from Coachella. Coachella is this upcoming April. 
the biggest. Yeah, and Coachella so. hasn't been. I think since the pandemic, we haven't had Coachella, right? Yeah, we haven't had. Yeah, so, um, Coachella. Yeah, Coachella is one of the biggest music festivals. He was even denied doing the show for free. Like he said like that he would free ninety nine. Like he's really giving jester. Like I would yeah. perform for free. No, for real. And it's ah uh-uh, ah uh-uh. ah. That would have like helped a lot. Him and festivals right now, you ain't gonna see that name there for. Actually, let me not say all that. Until these lawsuits and things are settled, I don't think we're gonna see Travis Scott at a festival anytime soon. But honestly, like. Or at is, a concert. This is he's my not the POV. Live performance. I feel like he's really like done because I don't think Travis Scott's music is of quality. Like, I, I feel like. I feel like based off what I've seen, I feel like his um the whole thing has been like an experience. Like when you go to a Travis Scott concert, it's an experience. But so he has you like wanna cult like following though. That's I don't think it's based off the music. Like I feel like it's, it's based, based off, off like the vibes the, and the, like, the vibes. Mm, yes. I feel I like this know. is really hitting him where it hurts. But we will be watching. Truthfully, oh no! No, what we are watching was his terrible interview with Charlemagne the God. Oh. <laughs> um. Did you get a chance to view? I saw the snippets. Oh, on it's the okay. Blog. Because I sat there and I watched all fifty minutes of it for this very moment. Please. Okay. <laughs> um. First of all, I want to start with. I see where you were going, Travis, with sitting down with Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Do you? Charlemagne has a history. Of sitting down with the Kardashian Jenners, aka Kanye West. He's sitting down with one bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo. And I'm thinking about that interview and how that kind of painted Kanye at a time where Kanye was like MAGA Trump and all this other stuff. It painted him in a more understandable light. I guess the way that Charlemagne conducted the interview came from a more place of understanding rather than trying to berate him at that moment. Fair. So I see That's where he was assessment. going. Here is my biggest critique, Travis. You should not have done this at all. Not because <laughs> it was a bad interview, but just because what has taken place. If I'm one of those like families, I don't want to hear you sit across in your nice ass minimalist house with the fucking woods in the background and the perfect lighting and you sitting there looking dressed up but not too dressed up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I got the drip on but not too much yeah and you hearing you talk in circles I think what came out of this what I took he away he was talking in circles he basically said the same thing over and over for 50 minutes I kid you not wow Um, his main thing was like yeah we need to work together to figure out how to prevent this from happening at other festivals no 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 we need to figure out how this doesn't happen at your festival again not other festivals don't make this a festival's issue this is a your issue and that's what because saying. we have there are records of how you behave at your concerts and your live performances Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. So it's not a festival issue. We see Rolling Loud. We see all these big festivals. None of this has never happened at any one of those festivals. This but being yours. a mass casualty event. Um, another thing to take away, I just think that the reason why this was a bad idea was, like I said, if I'm a family member that has lost someone, I don't want to hear. I don't want to see the celebrity sitting up there looking so sad. 
Like, there's nothing that Travis could have said in this interview that would have warranted him some empathy or some understanding. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because children's lives were lost, families don't want to, people don't want to hear that. Like, and, and, and I get it. The pressure of you being silent and it's like, you know, everyone is attacking you, da, da, da. But you just got to take that. Because there's literally nothing you can say to a family that lost their child. At your concert. At your concert, at your festival, Mm -hmm. that is going to make them sleep better right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Um, One of the key things that kind of stuck out to me was the lack of accountability that Travis, I felt like Travis was kind of torn between, um, acknowledging like what he actually knew and like versus you know because there are legal lawsuits happening being mindful of that because anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law what happened on the will will yeah um he he says that he was not aware that like the show was supposed to end they just said that after Drake he said these, these are Travis words Travis said that he was told that after the the guest comes out, which is Drake, that the show will end. This is 40 minutes after the fact that this was already deemed a mass casualty event. So clearly there is some blame. He kind of trying to take the whole like, oh, they're trying to use me as a scapegoat. They will. (laughs) They are. Um, what, what, What was also very interesting was that Charlemagne brought up as well um, he basically asked the question of like what do you think about people that say that like your music and your sound is demonic this man's response was I'm a God fearing man now (laughs) I am not judge, jury or executioner (laughs) but I and you know I don't even go to the house of the Lord often I do you know, I I believe in a higher being and a higher thing that is guiding me through life. Travis saying he's God-fearing. <laughs> I feel like the only fear of God he has is clothes. Stop. Not the clothes. I'm just saying, like, it, that was a very... um weird question and it was quite uncomfortable and Travis seemed very uncomfortable even answering and even saying those words of I'm a God fearing man sounded very uncomfortable coming out of his mouth what also was quite interesting too is that during this interview Charlemagne has a paper with the list of questions which lets me know that Travis you already know these questions that are going to be asked oh yeah prop Y'all couldn't even hide the paper. Like, <laughs> I was just so confused why I was just so confused why Travis. I mean, why Charlemagne was there with the list of. It's Charlemagne. I have never, but he has never done that in any interview. I have never seen him with a, a paper he with was, his questions. He was trying to give more, you know. And I don't know, but you know he, you know he um. Travis is done. Like, he said that he's you know. I don't. It's, it Travis was just a lot. Done. It was just like, a lot. I know. Like Travis. He was, was trying done. to say that, like you know, festivals can like you know, 
include this like upcoming technology about like tracking your oxygen levels and heart and this and that and Travis is done. <laughs> feeling like there's a way to like kind of like create a band that can help concert goers. And Travis is done. Like I'm just. Like, I'm gonna say it one more time. <laughs> Travis is done. <laughs> like he's really done. Like the way how they're doing him. It's like never before. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's like the plague. And because he's so big and attached to so many things, it's just like he was in, now he's out. And what I heard too through the little grapevine oh is that Travis PR team is going through his socials and scrubbing all of his like past posts of like raging and like inciting all this raging. Culture. I mean, that should have been done, but. But it's too late because we already got the receipts. It's on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I'm like, oh. But that has been, like, his appeal. I'm telling you. Like, it's really been, like, Travis Scott is an experience. Like, the cult-like following comes from that experience mm. of go to a Travis Scott concert, go to World, and your life will be changed forever. You know? Now it's just, like, given what took place. He said, I am a man of God. That's the first thing. Um, music, it, your music is just self-expression. Ex, um, There's misconceptions and taking things. They're seeing things, all types of things. Ain't no misconception of the deaths that took place at that concert. Let's be very clear on that. And He said that evil is not what we are a part of. We are trying to be a part of joy, a part of light. Yeah, people saw the light, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think that... I just think I I get the need of like him wanting to like you know put his voice out there considering the fact that one his statement that he put out was trash um, and he was getting so much like flack about that but I just think a sit down interview is like it's kind of tone deaf it's just like you are talking about something where people have lost their lives like I said children have have lost their lives families don't want to see you sitting across Charlemagne the God in your nice ass fucking mansion <laughs> talking about how distraught you are. So I'm gonna still be watching y'all because I wanna see where these um lawsuits end up at. I wanna see where Drake plays a role. I feel like Drake is gonna front a few million <laughs> and that's gonna be the end of that because he was a guest. Astro World, you know, like that wasn't really his show. I'm really interested to see like Travis Scott versus like the promoters, like where like Live Live Nation and all these other entities that also backs the festival, where that comes into play. Because essentially, I mean, from what I got from it, like I said, the lack of accountability, like Travis did not say that he, he knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? But from his end, like just based off the videos that I saw with the dead bodies underneath him and like people screaming and stuff like that, like he's viewing it as like this is normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like people passing out and stuff at the concerts, like it's normal. So I'm sure like he's like when he's saying like he didn't know, like I'm sure like he really didn't know. But also like the live nations and all those concert promoters, like they're really like a lawyering up. And they're letting it be known, like, at this time, like, we tried to call it off. At this time, like, we did this, this, and that. But Like, they're checking every box. But like I said last week, this is the biggest, this is, like, the most glaring issue of it. Like, all that 
it's three sides to every story. Nobody can seem to answer why when the fucking Houston Police Department spoke to Live Nation or whoever that they spoke to, they said at 9.39, the concert was supposed to end. The concert did not end till 10.15. Exactly. So nobody can account for what happened between that time no and one. who knows what. So did Travis know that he was supposed to end then or was he supposed to end after the guest, like he said, when Drake came out? Because, you know what I mean? So that is going to be the piece right there of like, who knew what? And who conveyed what to who to allegedly stop this concert? Yeah. So. It, it's it's a lot. But speaking of stop, a next star has decided to stop Travis Scott's hard seltzer, which was to be named Cacti. Cacti seltzer. And yeah, that's being stopped completely. Um, production has stopped. And yeah, it's a lot of bags yeah. being stopped on the Travis Stop side it's a lot um, Travis Scott I believe he signed an artist called what's her name Malu Travejo she got famous through never heard of him yeah she's a singer she got famous through um, musically and she got signed to Travis Scott a couple I want to say a couple years ago she's 19 years old she recently went on social media, basically. I really hate bitches, though. <laughs> <laughs> because I really hate bitches, and you... Never mind, go. Continue. She's begging Travis to release her from this contract. Because where you been at? <laughs> Never heard of you. Never heard of you. See, you can't kick a man when he down. You that's OD'ing ex- right exactly now. That's exactly what she's doing. Like, you OD'ing now. In... The, I got pictures of the contracts. Okay. Yeah. In her post, she mentioned that everything is dead for you. Let me go. Literally. And it's just like, that's, in a nutshell, the entertainment industry. Like, when you're hot and you're at that God level, it's just like, yes, 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 yes. But as soon as you cross over to the other side, it's Everybody really to jump, dark. Jump, jump ship. Yeah. And that's Hate really that. how it goes. It's just like, you're hot until you're not. Yeah. I just don't like the whole, like, the threatening of exposed. Because it's like, bitch, we've never heard of you, first of all. That's She's young. 19. Let that be clear. Because, like, I feel like that generation, like, it's all about clout, exposure. But they, what the next bitch got receipts, but they never gonna buy shit. Like, where are the receipts, honey? Because my thing is that you over here threatening to expose this man. But it's like, not for nothing, like, we never heard of... Never. Like, we never heard of you. Truly. And if you really was in such a terrible... Like, why you wait until right now to want to be doing all this? Like, I just I just hate shit like that, personally. Nah. Like, you here. trying to give, like, Blueface and... Not Blueface. And Christian, whatever the girl name is. Not her. Whatever the girl name is. Yeah, I'm just like, what? But it's really sad for Travis right now, but... I, as much as I want to say, like, I feel like it's going to be clipped forever, I don't entirely feel that way. Like, I do feel like, I feel like he just needs to take the L's as they come. Yeah, he got to take it on the chin. Get take all them to the chin it's and then baby. it's totally different. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally different. Like, I feel like what they're doing to Travis because. So wait, she's a legend that she signed to Travis label? She signed to him. 
Period. Oh, okay. Cause I'm like, cause I'm looking up Cactus Jack and Baby. You're not coming up on the, on the motherfucking roster. Yeah, but Baby and Travis, two different situations. I feel like with Baby, like he was just denied a couple concerts. Then he, you know, spoke with the right people from the LGBTQ. The plus. president of the gays. <laughs> <laughs> like, Spoke to whoever and came back and now he's performing at um, Rolling Loud. What's crazy too is actually at Rolling Loud there was a headline going around about how the baby had everyone pray for the people who died at Astro World and then turn around and have them like create mosh pits and things. He's sick. That's what they were saying. So it was just funny that you decided to bring him up, but. I wanted to check up on Senorita Belly. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! This is my sister. The problem is, is that I think that I'm Chloe Bailey's twin. I don't know why. But I used to tell you guys all the time, like, I feel like she's doing way too much. Way. She's finding herself. And I'm way too much. I used to tell you, I feel like she's doing way too much. And it's just this little hot pocket. Just out here doing things, do things, and let me tell you, over the break, Child, she has been, she been doing cutting one. the fuck up and looking damn good doing it too. Cutting up, so her latest thirst trap, thirst video was her in the bed. She love a good video. In the bed. I love the one where she was saging. In the bed with a lollipop. Sucking the lollipop in her nightgown, her nighty, if you may. <laughs> Not a nighty. <laughs> Not a mumu. <laughs> in her nighty and her lingerie. Talking about, I missed you guys. Her lingering. Mm hmm. Cutting up, talking about, I missed you guys. What have you guys been up to? Mm hmm. In the bed, smiling and sucking, right? This video received so much media attention. Literally went viral. Everybody was talking about it on Twitter. Like, this is how the Pornhub commercials look. Going crazy. Really? Mm -hmm. I missed that. Mm -hmm. I was praising her. She saw it. So (laughs) much so, she had to go and delete it. In her most recent interview with, again... Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Because he got his own little show now. He got his show now. He's doing his big one. We're proud of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharla decided to ask Miss Bailey about her recent media posts and why she deleted okay. this lollipop video. And she gave her little media trained response about how... Yeah, you know, you guys, I'm deciding to find myself right now. And fortunately, like, I'm doing it under a media scope. Yeah. And you guys all get to do it in private. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I decided to delete it because I don't want anyone else to see it when they go to my page. She's going to put on her fence, though. I guess. But with Chloe, like, I feel like it's. It's just adding fuel to my fire of, you know, like, she's just doing. She's 23. Doing too much. Like, I just feel like at 23, like, you can find yourself. Don't get me wrong. But when you're on social media, saging your house in a thong. Iconic. That is prime OnlyFans. Iconic. Yes, that is prime OnlyFans 
In um, the OnlyFans world, you mean? Yeah. Okay. That, that, that was prime OnlyFans content. content. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. See? I like how you cleaned that up. But for Instagram, like I feel like it was way too much. And she's continuing to just do too much. I feel like she's turning a new leaf now. And she's speaking from this God level of... You know, like, I'm Chloe Bailey, and I'm getting to know myself, and I'm a woman, and I just, you know, just know what to do, and I know what to say, and I'm just Chloe Bailey. My advice to Chloe is that, like, if you're going to do it, just do it. Like, you have to lean into it. Like, you have to own it, right? Like, I think think a lot about, as you're talking, I'm thinking about Rihanna. I know Rihanna Rihanna too. When Rihanna made this transition from being, like... Good girl to bad girl, like... A bad, like, she leaked into it. She was like, yes, I smoke weed. Like, yes, I do this. I like to show my fucking titties. Like, I like to... Right. And she was finding herself, right? Like, and finding her style. It wasn't explained, and, and I feel like that's what I want to highlight, like, the explanations. Yeah, and the, you gotta lean into it. Like, you you gotta, trying to, like, make it, you know, commercially acceptable. Because, because let's be very clear, Chloe, like, you thirst trap on your gram. You do. Like, like you really do. Like, you're no better than the bitches look- that get paid to do it. None at all. So. It sucks that she has vocal talent. But anywho... Um, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like, I'm not gonna not acknowledge the fact that, like, girl, like, you thirst trap. Like, you're doing too much. Like, Like, you're doing too much. (laughs) Could you say it? I don't think that she's doing too much. I just think that she just needs to lean into it. Like, my thing is, like, you can't, like, when you post something, like, at the end of the day, like, whatever you choose to post, like, you know that is gonna get a certain type of reaction, period. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wh- whether or not that's what you intended or whatever, you know what it's given. You get what I'm saying? Like, when you post a certain type of picture, you know <laughs> what it's gonna give. You get what I'm, but you, but you get what I'm trying I to say? I get what you're saying. But my thing is that I, I agree with you with the sense of, like, you can't be backpedaling, pussy popping. Yes, and I don't feel like... You need to lean into be like, yup, I posted it, like, my, because that's what I was feeling at that moment. And... I don't want you guys to get me wrong, like, in terms of the whole, like, womanhood and you're stepping into your own and you're figuring mm-hmm. yourself out. Like, I'm aligned with that. However, when you're on social media staging your house with panties, going around your bed, smiling at the camera, you're doing way too fucking much. Like, you need to understand that. When you come on social media in your brassiere and a lollipop... I think you're I doing too much. <laughs> like you are definitely warranted a certain type of um, attention. Yeah. So for your and excuse, so when you and so when you get that attention, you can't you can't clean it up with feminism because that's what she's doing. Child. That's what she's doing. Cleaning we it up with feminism. We're not gonna do this feminism. when I just said R.I.P. Bell Bell hooks. We're not gonna do that. Tell Chloe. This ain't that. Tell Chloe. <laughs> this ain't Go that. read you we, some books, Miss Chloe. That. Like. Cause that's what it is. Like I'm a woman, and you know I'm human, just like everyone else. And I'm just coming into my own, you know. So unfortunately, I'm under a microscope, and you get yeah, to do it under but privacy. I, I do really think though that, like, I think they, Chloe, like, you have to take some accountability. And like, please, that's the word of the day. And you have to because prior to even her even getting her own Instagram account, like. You would never post like that on your Chloe and Haley page. You get what I'm saying? Ever. And <laughs> <laughs> and on the and, and and even before they got their own separate pages, like it was going around that she had a Finsta. You know what I mean? That you that a lot of stuff that we are just now seeing, she was posting on her Finsta. So it's like you know 
you know. So it's just like I am just saying, like, don't use the cop out as like, oh, I'm gonna need someone. Like, girl, we we know that you know that you a fucking celebrity. Like, come what on, what the fuck do you expect? Yeah, so. That's the update on Chloe Bailey. Um, Dr. Dre is finally divorced. Jeez. You saw him post up? Didn't he With have a brain balloon. aneurysm? And, never mind. Yeah. He had he had the balloons behind him saying divorced AF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did she get? Did she cash out? Of course. Oh, like her so lawyer. So what the fuck is he really celebrating? I guess the fact, the that, he fact that he no longer has to oh, do it. Oh, because he with the, a girl. April? I don't think so. What a slide. <laughs> what a slide. <laughs> wow. She thinks she did a big one. Um, <laughs> well, she's still with him. Hopefully, he, never mind. Um, jokes on her. I Yeah, Dr. Drake, finally, y'all the fuck. I got so tired of y'all. Y'all was annoying me. That case, that case was He was nothing crazy. nice. She was nothing nice. She deserved to not be nothing nice. He is a terror. No. 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 <laughs> you sticking beside him? Ew. I'm sticking beside him. Oh, hell no. But are you sticking beside Jesse? I was never beside Jesse. Let's be very clear. We're going to start there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was never. And let me tell you something. Like, and this is the problem with black folks and groupthink. Like, y'all got to. Groupthink. Y'all got to stop. Y'all just gotta stop listening to everybody's story and giving everybody the benefit of the doubt because folks do not deserve it. And Jussie, and Jussie, <laughs> and Jussie is the point. The prime case. example. Yes. So I don't even think. Why would you lie? <laughs> <laughs> I can't play with. <laughs> Stop! Why would you lie? I don't even think this is like before we even became a podcast. Oh and yeah. I thought that this I when I first heard this story, anybody who even remotely believed It was the, the news for me. The news. Hold on, no wait, we're not even there yet. We're not even there because this nigga really this nigga really acted up. Like he did not have to do whatever he needed to Why did he do this? So, if you are under a rock, about three years ago. It was three years? Yeah, it's been like three years. Oh, fuck. Legit. Three years ago, um, Jesse, he was an actor off of Empire. A bad one. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, re reports rang out that he was attacked in this vicious, homophobic, and racist attack in Chicago, coming home from Subway, and that these men beat him up and put a noose around his neck, and he ran home, and he was so shaken up. Yeah. He was so shaken up that he left the noose around his neck. And called the cops and put it back on. <laughs> For 50 minutes. Yeah. Until the police showed up when he opened the door with the noose still around his neck. And so the <laughs> Chicago PD response was, let's exhaust all of our resources and find these people, these heathens, who did this attack. And, you know, this is prime, like, MAGA Trump and, you know, Trump with all his racist and homophobic shit right. going on. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Let me just tell you, this nigga don't know shit about committing a crime. And it shows. 
First of all, one, you never do a crime with somebody, somebody that you laid up with. They are liable to flip on you. Oh, fuck. And what came out in this fucking um, case was that there were two brothers who were, um, like, paid actors on Empire. Like, they had, like, they were, like, stand-in actors type shit. They didn't have, like, no lines or nothing. Mm. But Jesse had hired one of the brothers to be his personal trainer because he was packing on the pounds. It's like he wanted to get fit. <laughs> right? Back on the pounds is great. <laughs> <laughs> and so what happened was is that him and the trainers take started taking a liking to one another. And so over some cocaine and weed and some alcohol. Oh. They went to look Yeah, they went and got busy one day. Oh my gosh. And they had a little fling. Oh no. And I guess now here is what's really unclear about this is that at the time Jesse was in like negotiations with Fox and M- and stuff around like oh, his pay Empower. with Empire. Empower. He was <laughs> he was very upset. Um, this is what the reports were stating that he was like very upset about his pay per episode, and so he wanted to up the ante. So <laughs> which way to up his ante and show his value to a show that he put so much time into? There you go. Let's stage a racist, homophobic attack. Racist and homophobic. What the heck? Um, and so this happened this past week. Um, this third this past Thursday, um, Jesse was convicted for lying to the police about a racist, homophobic attack. Um the brothers that were involved in the attack, um, The brothers testified that Jesse had paid him just $3,500 for the attack. That's it? Yeah. And gave them lines to yell, in, in, including MAGA country and make America great again. Mm. Um, And so, I guess the out, the um, backlash, well, I guess like the the talk that's happening post this is that you know, he has exhausted a lot of Baby Chicago's PD's, like, you know, resources and expenses. Because mm. they they released a whole fucking nationwide search for these men. They did. Because they thought that they was going to, like, take flight. And, I, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that these men are Nigerian. They are. Okay. Um, and so, it was just really just, like fucking stupid like why would you do this that really was and what was so interesting that there was only one black juror on the case right yeah he went crazy he definitely went crazy and (laughs) he said that he just couldn't get past what the actor did with the um, noose with the noose around (laughs) his neck he was just like why didn't he rip it off or keep it off Mm -hmm. and that was right there and for me, when I first heard this story, that was the one thing I couldn't get over either. Because as a black person, if someone put a noose over my neck and was attacking me, you think that I'm going to keep the noose on until police get there? Mm-hmm. A mess. Like, it really made no sense at all. Like, through and through, like, Jesse, you just, why did you go outside like that? But what was even crazier... <laughs> 
No, but what's Why even did you go like that is crazy. But what's even crazier was that during this time he did interviews with like ABC. He did. He was really saying that he was the gay Tupac. The gay Tupac is crazy. He said that. But you know, I saw them right too. Like he said that like Tupac didn't get convicted. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, and it's just like that was the one thing. Like it just didn't make sense. For and idiot. it's like, also, you did not pay the brothers enough to keep fucking quiet. You only paid them thirty five hundred dollars. Of course, I'm gonna tell the fucking truth. That's like two months rent. Right. Thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> You think for me to be quiet against the feds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. $3,500, my nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what you thought that was going to keep this on the hush-hush. That's exactly what he thought, y'all. You see, Jesse, if you really thought that you you was going to get away with it, you would have upped the ante. You would have upped the you bounty. You have the bounty. You would have You would have upped the bounty to at least 100 k <laughs> Because if you were doing all this to leverage Fox, and like you know, up in your cost. You have it. You know that this is why I, I just can't. And I just can't. I yeah, but they're saying that he's not. He most likely won't do any jail time. It'll be probation, some community service. I mean, after all these years. Also, what I also wanted to mention is like, nigga, what were you doing walking from a fucking subway? He was walking from a subway. He's real local. Let's talk about it. Like, he was recently in Harlem in the spots. Ooh, what's yep. he? Everybody was close to him. So, trust and believe. Well. Jesse ain't nobody. Joe. Mm-mm. But, yeah. But, in other news with um, court cases. Oh, the developments? The developments. Um. So, yeah. This year, we're gearing up to see a lot of upcoming trials um Tory Lanez and Meg this has been a saga I'm actually like more interested in the trial than anything else because like everything that they do on social media they can keep it I want, I want to know, know what's, what's going set on, on wax. <laughs> like, I, I want to know, know what on wax. what's going on today I want to know what the DA said what the prosecutor said what, what everybody was, said what actually happened I need happened. the transcripts cause now today What's Babes. today? December 15th, 2021. <laughs> we found out that Kelsey and Megan got into a fist fight. A little tussle. Because <laughs> I know how you girls like to <laughs> 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 Oh, let me stop. I'm not really making a joke of this. But but go on. T- after all this time, we just found that out today. But listen, okay, but wait, before we even get there, because that's like literally developments as of like a couple hours ago. Um, so... I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm pissed and I'm tired. Okay. Um, so basically, um, they had a preliminary hearing this past Tuesday. Um, and then there were statements from Tory Lane's defense attorney. Um, and basically the defense attorney in question said that there was a dispute leading up to the shooting. Um, and that she said that there was an argument in the car that escalated when it was revealed that Tori and Megan had been in some type of intimate relationship. Um, his attorney said that the other woman in the car, Megan's former assistant slash friend, Kelsey, who had a romantic interest in Tori, became jealous and claimed 
Megan tried to backdoor her. I was crying that they called her back. That door is crazy. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm being serious. Um, Brenda Blackman. Because <laughs> 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 she didn't really read it down. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then she went on to say that Tori later told police that he was trying to protect my girl. Which girl? girl? Cause we oh. don't know. We don't know which which girl. Mm. Because oh wait, hold on. Let me just finish. Um, but yeah, and then he um they asked if the detective if he knew about that statement, um citing the police body cam footage. Um, yeah. Here we are. So then Kelsey enters into fucking the shade room talking about. This is all cap. I'm gonna have my day in court and I'm gonna speak my piece. She been capping. I'm tired of that line. I need y'all to start speaking. <sighs> and, I, and like I said, I just want I just want to read court documents. I don't want to read nothing <laughs> coming out. Nobody nobody tweets. No nothing because y'all all lying. Mm-hmm. Then Tory went to Twitter yesterday. He goes, Nah, I need someone to report what was really said in court today. 45 minutes of my lawyer stating contradictory evidence that proves my innocence mm-hmm. should never come back as one false story forced to the media. So, you know, he's still, you know, taking the lens of, you know, I'm trying. He's being targeted and, you know, XYZ. Now, let's be very clear. These are very, um, the charges that he is facing, if convicted, um, face. He can face a maximum sentence of 22 years in state prison. Como se dice t-shirt? It's But yeah, what's very interesting is the, like, going back to the whole tussle, the girls were tussling. Yeah. It, uh, it's a lot of layers to this case. Like, let me just jump in really quickly. Mm-hmm. So, the over arching issue is Megan was shot, right? Yeah. Beneath that is the fact that Megan was in a relationship with Tori. Beneath that she refuses to acknowledge. That is the fact that I guess Kelsey was talking to Tori. Beneath that is the fact that I guess Kelsey found out that night that Megan and Tori was in cahoots. Like, it's a bunch of layers. And beneath that, we don't know if Tori actually pointed the gun and shot at her or the bullets ricocheted. Because that's old. Because the people are right now, they are... The dance bitch took me out. They are are politicking on the social medias because they were like, it's a difference between being shot shot at or being being grazed. Yeah. And you know, I'm here to support black women. I just want... The facts at this point, like I'm tired of the he I said, the she said. Well. I'm and I want... tired of the, the the think pieces. I'm tired yeah. of. Definitions. Meg recently tweeted, um, like she deleted I... her Instagram. Really? Yeah. Today? Like, just now. Wow. Done. Like, well, she tweeted, like I've been shot, and the focus of some of these headlines are dismissing that I was attacked with a weapon, which she misspelled, but. What's your degree? While I was unarmed. (laughs) You are literally so fucking rude. (laughs) I was attacked with a weapon while I was unarmed and trying and trying to paint it as a cat fight between friends who 
why do I have to relive this with everyone on the internet every day and watch y'all gaslight me? Well, one, Meg, you are a fucking celebrity. <laughs> That's so one. You're going to live this every Like, it's unfortunate, but you're a celebrity. Yeah. This is going to make headlines. You know what I mean? It's the gaslight for me. It's just like, I mean, Tori is due back in court in January. I'm just gonna say this here. Like, I know, like, the reason why they even went to trial is because there is probable cause. But let me just tell y'all something about the legal system. Like, real talk, Tori is from Canada. If they thought that he, if, if they thought that they could really convict him, he would have been long gone. He would have been out of, no, I'm serious. He would have been out of here. A gun charge? It doesn't even matter about what you, what you, or who you done shot. A gun charge? Yeah. You're out of here. The fact, <laughs> the fact that he's still on American soil. Touring? When they wouldn't even let Drake come across during the pandemic. Yeah. That right there just speaks volumes to where this is going to go. Do I, I do do I think that Tory will face some sort of punishment? Sure. It, it won't be jail time. I will be very surprised if Tory is up in jail time. Because I just don't understand why they let him stay in the United States with a pending charge like that. I just want the facts. Like, I'm tired. I want the court documents. Like, you know how, like, when Takashi was in court in his trial and we got every... I need that. I need to read that. The transcript. That's what I want. Yeah. Because this being reported, even with the... With the uh-uh. I need to see what was actually said. I need the stenographer. I'm tired. I need to see that. I'm because that right there is going to have the motherfucking nuts and bolts and what we really need to really mm-hmm. assess what's Period. going on. Okay. So, you mentioned the pandemic. And this week, sure. sweetie, the Omarion. How about say Omarion? <laughs> is in NYC touching people. <laughs> We yeah. each other. Yeah. Love some time. <laughs> Truly. And it's crazy. Um, they just issued a mandate in New York City that you have to start wearing your mask indoors. Luckily for me, I never took mine off. Luckily for you, you work from home. Oh, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally, like, at my fucking desk now. With the mask on? Yeah. Nasty vibes. Can't even breathe properly. <laughs> I hate this for me. But until January 15th, you know, the mask mandate is in effect in New York City. And it's really tough. Apparently, like, they have, like, a Pfizer pill coming out. Um, and I guess it's You see Pfizer and Coots with HIV? Allegedly? Really? Hopefully they get a cure for that, too, right? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there's a pill that they're currently working on that's... It's supposed to replace the booster, not the actual vaccine. So Nah nah, New York City is so desperate to get folks vaccinated. Yo, they put in vaccination spots anywhere. Like yeah. about anywhere where's a storefront, like any The truck, yeah. Anywhere. I mean, I don't It I is mean, what it is at this point. Like I'm I just mean, tired of the COVID restrictions and the mandates and the guidelines. Like Well motherfuckers don't wanna get vaccinated <laughs> and and the rationale behind it is so stupid. Like, I can't even have conversations anymore. I'm just like, all right. Like, you don't want to get it. It's fine. It's totally up to you. Like, 
Like, I'm tired. It's <laughs> like, and unfortunately, what's going to, and like, I'm no science expert, but what I, from my like brief little, you know, knowledge of science and biology from high school, is that this is going to keep mutating. Oh, yeah. And it's going to keep becoming more resistant. And what are we going to do? It's like the flu. Like, that's how it's being treated. Like, it's like a flu, you know? And not for nothing. I've seen, and, and, I think that this particular time of the year, we're always going to see an uptick is because people are traveling. It's the holidays. It's colder. Like, it's colder. You yeah. Know what I mean? And so it's like, like... People need to start treating it like the flu. If we actually cared about each other as a society and wasn't so individualistic, we would deadass be like doing stuff that helps everyone. But unfortunately, everyone is like... I got my rods, and I don't got no rods to get vaccinated. Not the southern accent. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you how I was on the train the other day going home. And this is the part about New York City that I really hate. <laughs> First of all, there was this homeless man. When I tell you sprawled out, sprawled out on the train. Took up like, anymore. I think, four to five seats. Laid out. Started coughing. No mask, no mouth covering, just bacteria. <laughs> like, cutting the fuck up. And I'm just like, who? Who means is this? <laughs> who's going to say something to him? Like, who's going to say something to nobody, him? Nobody, because it's getting wild now. You can't say nothing to nobody. You end up on a t-shirt for real. That's a Fendi fact. And I'm just like... This is the part, too, that, like, the police, nobody's saying anything to them. Like, if you, as a tax-paying citizen, don't got your mask on, you're getting a ticket. You know? But for the homeless people who's coughing, don't give a fuck, like, just living, there's no nothing. No restrictions, no mandate, no nothing. Ciao. You know? So, like, I do see... Like the rationale behind the mandate, but also too, like I'm just like, it's a lot going on right now. Oh, <laughs> you know, like speaking of which, and this is not even on our agenda. I don't know if you saw. Remember how we said folks need to stay out, stay out of LA because of the B and E. Oh, they're going crazy. Literally, a detective from the LAPD said, "Do I not come to LA because we cannot guarantee your, your safety. safety." I definitely saw that. We cannot protect you. Yeah. It's nasty out here. Sounds about right. Like, it's really sick, sick, sick times. But let's transition into more positive vibes. Because you believe we're at, like, the hour and 30 minute mark? <laughs> we need to speed it up. Yeah. Let's transition into the big checklist. This is where we congratulate people for doing big things in our community. Yeah. Starting with Cardi B. She has now three diamond singles. Woohoo! Okay, the most diamond songs ever by a woman artist. But that doesn't hold as much weight as it probably should because we know Cardi B is manufactured. Can I just get through my celebration? You can celebrate. Thank you. Um, and so her previous two diamond singles were Bodak Yellow and the Girls Like You collab with Maroon 5. And the, the the third song to go diamond was I Like It, featuring J Balvin. All three, which has received Bad Bunny. huge media attention. Say I like it like that. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> like it like that. Certified diamond. I mean, listen, we've already spoke about Cardi and where we and how we feel about her and the 
music industry, listen, she got one. Listen, she hit a lick, a major lick. But let's be very clear. I don't think she's trying to give us a project no time soon, so. Pack her up. But, you know, congrats to her, though. That's really a major look. Um, Sidebar, like, I, um, you know, like I do, as I mentioned, Cardi, good, yeah, great. I don't want this to be a whole thing of, like, when Cardi gets something, like, Nikki feels the need to come. Oh, child. I'm going to talk about that. Because you saw her She like, came out of nowhere, like, talking about, oh, this, this, and that. No. Three years, no singles, no. Nikki, you've been on a bunch of features. Like, that's Bates. enough to keep your name alive. Bates. Have a good night. But, go on. Next person, please. <laughs> like, she pissed me Just off wanted to do that. Like, yeah. don't make this a fucking... But you know, but that's what she always does, though. This is not a pissing contest. Like, pack it up. Okay, and then next, um, we're gonna give my big check to Meg The Stallion. She was awarded the 18th Congressional District Humanitarian Award in Houston this past Sunday. Um, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson um, spoke and said that the Hero Award is wrapped up in humanitarianism. It means that you have exhibited humanity and you have helped without asking. Um, and so, shout-outs to her. Like, you know, she always, Meg, in her speech, you know, she tied it back to her grandma her mom yeah. being very given women. And, you know, that's what led her and told her to be the woman that she is today. So... Congratulations to Meg. Yeah, speaking of giving, Meek Mill donated $500,000 worth of gifts to Philly families. That's my baby. Yeah, shout out to Meek and a spread of a giving. Um, Kim K recently passed the baby bar after the third attempt. Love that for her. Definitely. You know, hopefully she continues to free black people. We love Kim and this free position Free black people, in life. but we're going to get to that later on. Yeah, and I also want to give a big check to the cast and creators of Harlem, which is a show on Amazon. Do not spoil it because I have not watched it. I'm going to binge it this week, please. I am obsessed. <laughs> you don't get it. I'm obsessed. Like, I finished it in like a day. Like, it was just so good. Um, Megan Good is starring along with... Um, you know her eyebrows tattooed? Yeah. A mess. But... <laughs> I definitely want to shout them out. Like, I just feel like it's just quality. I feel like last week I touched on, like, I want to see better in terms of the storytelling surrounding, like, black culture and what's considered a black. I wish we had time to need that power, but we do Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I want to see better in terms of that black television storytelling. Like, yeah. I want to see better. And I feel like Harlem definitely touches on that. For those of you who haven't gotten to see see it yet, um, Harlem pretty much is similar to Girlfriends, which we grew up on. But imagine Girlfriends in 2021. Like, it's a group of girlfriends, you know, like... And I feel like Who they... Who is Tony? Tony would probably be... Um, there's this character who... She owns her own, like, salon. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, for clothes. Mm -hmm. And she... Um, she pretty much depends on her parents for money. Her, her dating life is trash. But, yeah, I think she would fit the bill of Tony. She doesn't really have, like, that diva, materialistic... Aspect. But she's still, like... Yeah. You know, in that realm of things. Um, I just feel like it's really good. Like, they highlight a lot of things. My favorite character, I would say, is 
they have a lesbian character. Ooh. And she, like, she really, like, shows, you know, like, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the uniqueness mm-hmm. of, like, the black gay experience of a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, like, coming off masculine but still wanting to be treated like a woman like and I feel like they highlight that too because like in most of her sex scenes like you have girls eating her out you know whereas like (laughs) (laughs) whereas like I feel like in society like automatically (laughs) (laughs) I feel like in society like we see a a character oh I need to watch this oh I need to watch because I really have a take, but I don't want to have this conversation because I haven't watched exactly it. why I told you to watch it. I know. But anyhow, but we're gonna we'll, revisit. We will, but I feel like it was really good seeing a character like her because typically we see people like her and we automatically assume like, okay, like you're the man. No, you know, like Let me tell you, the masculine presented <laughs> women, baby child. Uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it was definitely interesting seeing, like, she, you know, she was married. You know, like, mm-hmm. it was a lot. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, please don't. But, like, seeing certain things, like, come from her character was amazing to see. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it was, it really, like, represents, like, the black personalities very well. Mm-hmm. And I think you all should check it out. Um, I want to give a big check to Lil Baby. Most recently we found out that... Apparently, like, he's doing some type of collaboration with Tom Brady in terms of investments. Excuse the fuck And they're investing in this company called Hero Bread. Like, it's sort of like a vegan bread that's going to be at Subways and a bunch of different places. Low carb and all of these uh-uh, things. Uh-uh. I don't be liking those breads. So, when I was doing the keto diet, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I had, like... Keto bread, that fucking bread will crumble. Not crumble. So I hope it ain't giving that. But if yeah. it's like a whole wheat or something, that's cute. It's gonna be at um Subway, so I really hope not. So maybe they can link up with with Jesse. But yeah, definitely big check to Lil Baby. He has a bunch of other things cooking up as well. Like apparently like he's doing some sort of um, collaboration or investing in this company that basically it's like a cash app for cryptocurrency. Okay. Yeah, so I like forget the name, but he's definitely like doing big things. And also, I want to give an uh, honorary big check to Ajanet Young. Um, in February of 2029 in Chicago, the Chicago Police Department barged into her house. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, like, they held her in handcuffs. She was butt-ass naked. And they were at the wrong house. Like, they received a tip saying that, you know, like, someone that they were investigating was at this place. Mm-hmm. And she repeatedly told them, you know, wrong house, this is not me, this is not me. But ass naked. But ass naked in the handcuffs. They did not give her anything to cover up. Like, it was uh-uh. just barged into her house. Um, recently, we found out that she was awarded $2.9 million from the Chicago Police Department for this wrongful arrest. And, yeah, definitely a big check to her. Hopefully, she does something 
good with mm-hmm. the money hopefully she's able to flip it and make something of it but definitely a big check to her for sure um and now let's transition over into the checklist portion of the show this is where we run down current events and everything hot i want to really get to the bottom of what the fuck a nft is like, is it a UFO? Like, what's going like, on? Like, what is it? Like, literally, like, it's the talk of the town. I literally have no of the idea. town. Like, it really is the talk of the town. Like, everything is NFT, NFT, NFT. So, I, like, took a little bit of time to just research and just, like, kind of try to understand, like, what exactly it is. And I feel like I get it, but then again, I don't. If that makes sense. So, from what I understand, like, if you've ever played, like, any type of video game, like, whether it's mm-hmm. on your phone or whatever, and, like, purchased, like, say you purchased, like, a um, clothing for, like, a character in your video game, mm-hmm. like, that's considered an NFT. You know? Like, essentially, what? essentially, an NFT is defined as a non- fungible token. It's a unique, non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a digital ledger. So essentially, like, if you pay for something... So, like, if I'm playing 2K and, like, I'm, like, customizing my character... Character, yes, and you buy, like, Jordans or, you know, like, whatever uh for your character, like, that's considered an NFT. Basically. Okay. On... Like a small scale of things like essentially like from what i've understand like nft is a part of like this different cryptocurrency separate from bitcoin uh-huh. and i think it's called eft if i'm not mistaken but it's essentially like becoming sort of like this new art platforms like before like people would buy like art from like galleries and stuff like that uh-huh. like nfts becoming like the new space for digital art and buying and selling so but do i get to have the art like in my house essentially like that's why like the rappers and things like that like they're putting like their purchases as like their profile pictures like little baby recently i don't know if he purchased it or if he got it through like, you know, he has investments in the cryptocurrency app. Uh-huh. I don't know if I read correctly, but I believe, like, they gifted him with the board ape that he has as his profile picture. That board ape is worth $150,000. Yeah. But apparently, like, it's... Um, this is blowing my mind. Mine, too. And I'm still trying to, like, wrap my head around it because, like, there's different series and like different collections, whether it's like board apes or like they have like endless series of like you're scrolling and it's just a bunch of different pictures that you're scrolling out of, mm-hmm. you know? So it just like doesn't stop. And it's just one picture that leads into another picture that leads into another. And they go for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And who is around here playing these type of games? Clearly the rich folks. Yeah, because on top of it too, like it's art. So it's sort of like added to like their assets. Yeah. And like net worth. 
because now because i've been seeing like the rappers all talk about nft this NFT yeah I'm like, what the fuck is that it's adding to like their network so like if you buy like an nft which is like a one of one for four hundred fifty thousand dollars like you can like insure that and all of that resell it all of that like it's an asset that's crazy most recently this guy so one of the creme de la cremes of the nfts these days is the bored ape series okay. and like each of them they're like pretty much monkeys and they're all like in different some of them have like fitted caps some of them have like baseball mm-hmm. baseball caps bucket hats like they're dressed in different things like some of them are furry some of them have like iron on them like it's just different uh-huh. bored apes yeah i'm looking at and them. they all there's like a special like club like a board ape social club or something like that and if you own one like you're automatically in this special club but yeah also, see board ape yacht club yes and also like this club they're like um they're able to like sell and resell and like if they want to like mutate their ape they could do that and also sell that for a couple thousand dollars so it's like a whole thing but it's really making me think and tap into like this whole metaverse mm-hmm. you know because like if you guys have seen the um the black mirrors episode of you know like when they played that game and they were able to like trans transfer into like this new world and like hook up and do all types of different things like mm-hmm. i'm wondering like is that how it's gonna be and like if you own like an nft like that's gonna mean something else. like you know like I don't know where it's gonna go, but I feel like we're really headed into something else. Like I was reading this article today and they were basically saying like what you need to know before we go into web 3.0. So apparently like web web 1.0 was just like the information era of just like your reading and like an alternative to books and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Web 2.0 was more like 2D where it's just like okay like you have like videos you're able to do like virtual tours and stuff like that web 3.0 is going to be more like what's the word like you're in it you know so it's just like a whole this is really crazy yeah like it's more like augmented reality and stuff like that yeah I I was just looking up because I'm like this sounded familiar Um, Meek Mill had put on his Instagram not too long ago that his fifth and last installment of the Dream Chasers mixtape series that he was going to release that as an NFT. Yeah. This is like, what the fuck? Yeah. You can this pretty is... much release anything as yeah. an NFT. Um, he has said you can invest invest merch, albums, and shows and get marketed. Loy- loyalty Club starts now. Yeah, it's really going to be like a new world throwing through but I'm like I'm very concerned with like how like it just seems like a lot society yes but also like it just seems like it's access like yes that's not accessible for everyone like people like the common folks like not for nothing like for me like I just started like getting into cryptocurrency yeah you know I I didn't even like it's a lot to learn and honestly I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yeah. To be honest, but that's how I feel about investments. Period. <laughs> like, you, you know. know. So like this NFT shit, like this shit is really busting my head right now because I'm like, what the fuck? It's a lot to get into, and it just seems like a rich people's sport. 
because literally like apparently the other day one of the board apes again like someone was looking to sell their board ape for three hundred thousand dollars and I guess like one of the decimals was off, so they sold it for three thousand dollars. And everyone's talking about it like it's the talk of the town in the NFT world, and it's just like, what? You know, like it's just very crazy. Like it's just very crazy throwing through. But also, um, apparently, like Elon Musk says that the Neuralink could start implementing chips in humans beginning next year. I don't know what does Elon Musk do in his free time. He just thinks of things to do for the future. Like, he's essentially, like, creating the future for us at this point. Like, the government isn't tapping into him? Like, what's No. Going? I feel like when you're that rich... And like, you are the government. Yeah. Essentially. Because Elon... But implanting chips in humans, like, this is really, like, tapping into that whole Black Mirror episode of people being able to, like, rewind their whole day and, like, think more into, like, what people said and what people did and, like, you know, tap into their memories from way back when and relive things. Like, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. It's so crazy. I'm... I'm a bit scared. I feel weird talking about this. Like, I feel like I'm high or something. Like, this, yo, I'm <laughs> like, like, I'm but like, it's bro, real. Like, like, I need a fucking spliff. Because what? It's like the more you try to, like, deny it is the more, like, something comes out to, like. But also, I feel like Elon just be finding the fucking shit. Like, I feel like he just be manifesting in. Nah, together. I feel like he, like, he has the science behind his back. You know, so it's like whatever no, movies he, he no, watched or whatever. Science. He ain't got the same that science too. we got. That too. That too. He yeah. ain't got the same science that we got. <laughs> I don't know, but we definitely will be watching and keeping you afloat on what the fuck is going on. Because what be just one last thing with Elon, it's just that he just really be talking about humanity. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, outside of like... You know, he really be talking about humanity and how we're gonna interact with with one another and in like the future. The future. So that is very scary. I feel like it's like nigga. How can you like? How are you so sure? He has the Would technology. The technology, like. Did he ever build 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 that thing that make us go from here to like UK in like three minutes? Oh, they working on that. The tunnel. <laughs> The like, tunnels, yeah. This is really insane. They're working on it, and I believe because they didn't they go to space. Oh yeah, child, you ain't see this. This is a guest look <laughs> like, in space now. Yeah, like they really. Um, Bobby Light is on the wait list to go to space next. I have nothing for Bobby, and I have nothing for you for bringing Bobby <laughs> up into this room, but. Last week, we definitely touched on Virgil Abloh, and I was telling y'all how I feel like they killed him. Now, the same they is looking to appoint Kanye West as Virgil's replacement. And I just want that to sink in because... I was telling y'all, like, I don't think... I was telling y'all. No, for, I really don't think Kanye has what it takes to fill those Louis Vuitton shoes. I don't think he can do it. That's number one. And I also want to take a step to get into really quickly, because I know we're, like, pressed on time. But Dapper Dean said that he, Kanye should. 
Dapper Dim is a tacky motherfucker. You He's need been to tacky since that. the 80s. And y'all let him slide because he was bootlegging Gucci, Louie, and all these other things that black people couldn't afford back then. But Dapper Dan has done nothing for Gucci since he's gotten his atelier in Harlem. There has been nothing. Those bum-ass clothes that he made, trash. I never seen one be checklist. Period. So, yeah. But I just feel like Kanye has a witch doctor that he's work- working with. And whoever he or she is must be getting paid in, um, overtime. He has to, he has somebody that he's working with in because Wyoming? there's no way. Like Drake was your biggest op. Now you're oh, doing, we're gonna get to that. Now you're doing concerts with Drake, right? Oh no, don't don't you worry about things. We're gonna get to that. Virgil was your biggest op when it comes to like fashion and somebody who's like you're standing in their shadows. And now Virgil's dead. And within a week, it's you doing a concert with Drake and you in talks of being Virgil's replacement at LVMH. Like, that that's no coincidence at all. No coincidence? At all. Like, who, whatever you're doing, whoever, please stop. Like, it needs to stop right now. And Damn. I'm on to you. Like, I, I'm on to you. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> like, there's no way. You hear Tootsie rolling with fucking Future and Drake. Like, we ain't gonna get to that, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, Black China is kidnapping bitches. Allegedly. She said that she was helping the young lady. I don't believe that. Black China is a sick ass tourist bitch. And on Coke. We have on to mention Coke. That. We have to mention that. The and Coke plays a huge role in everything that she does. Role. She's also currently in um, legal a legal battle legal with woes. with the Kardashians. What else is new? And Chloe recently requested China's to turn over her um, OnlyFans financial records and her therapy records. Not the therapy records, China. but I'm just like I don't really know if Black China having an OnlyFans. Ah, uh, yeah, did she? I mean, I know she has a couple things that got exposed, mm-hmm. but I don't know about OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, fans. that lackluster sex tape when you was giving out that lazy head. Was it a sex tape if she was just second dick? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's not right here or there. Um, also in the news this week, one saucy the Santana. Mm-hmm. Had an interview, and basically he was saying how um, he feels as though something holding him back is him being gay. And he also went into how... What is wet? <laughs> <laughs> Say that, please! That's the name of the episode, What is Wet? I like, like that. Please! No, 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 no. I'm tired. I feel like... Hold on. Let me just tell you what he said first. Oh, he went on to say how, like, how being gay is still new to the hip-hop industry and how, you know, he still gets his respect because, you know, like, whatever, whatever, but they're still getting used to him being gay. Well, maybe because you go around saying, baby mama coochie, no kids. He also went on <laughs> to say like... how he feels as though if it was a woman or a female rapper rapping his songs... That they would blow up faster. Yes, we know that. I don't believe that. Oh, yeah. Cute. Um, honestly, I feel 
like Santana. I mean, I feel like Santana is making a name for himself. Hold on. I feel like being gay is what set Santana apart. Yes. It's doing him a service as yes. opposed to a disservice. I feel like because otherwise the girls are not clicking on this. Let's be very clear. Like Santana, like your bars and all that aren't that good. Like let's be very clear. Like it bops, yes. Yeah. But in terms of like wordplay and bars, like definitely not a lyricist at all. all. <laughs> like, like let's be all. very. Cl- you make TikTok music on every song that you've put out, Santana. Like. No matter which bitch you was on it with, whether it be light skin Keisha or Mulatto or Dream Doll, like they've all barred you up. Like, let's be clear about that. Yeah, first of all, up on up and down. Ate him up. She was stupid. Send the baddest bitch to the VIP. (laughs) And I think about the video. No, yeah. Every bitch that you went toe to toe with ate you up. Very much so. The fact that you're a gay, fat, black man with a is... BBL. He got a BBL. No, he got lipo. Oh. Let's say he got both. With yeah. a BBL and lipo. Like you the gay has done you a favor. Like that has okay. <laughs> That has been your special sauce. Saucy. Saucy. So for you to speak this crazy and I feel like if a bitch did what he did in terms of and like also, the wordplay and everything, they would still be in the same place that he's in. Like, i.e., light skin Keisha. I'ma say i.e. Saweetie. No. With little giddy ups. No, Saweetie's <laughs> face brings her to new places, new heights. Saweetie's a pretty girl. New heights where she should leave the mic and the performance behind. <laughs> she should leave all that behind and just be a vibe. But back to Saucy, right. you know, we gotta focus on our focus. I just feel like he's put he's doing a little too much again. I'm like, what is what is he expecting? Like, what does he want out of this? Like, what you want to be recognized as what? Because I feel like if we sit here and be like, okay, um, openly gay male rappers, you're at the top of that, is he not? I mean, behind little Nas, but oh, okay, but. All right, but we're not going to do that. I'm just saying the facts. You know what I mean? I'm just stating the facts. Like, I feel like I don't think that, like, literally, you have people doing your fucking dance challenges to fucking Bronx drill music. Hello? Okay? I just feel like... Like, I think that, Santana, you've gotten a great look for being gay. And for looking how you look. Please. No, y'all try to dance around things. Mm-hmm. This man. Santana's so cute. He's so cute. Like, when he be having his glasses on, he be... I just don't when like he When he has the lashes on? I don't, I, don't, I don't like when he wear the wigs. Um, so, Streets is saying that Nene got a new man. Oh, child. At the birthday party? At the birthday party, at the mm. funeral. What? At everything, the new man is out and about, and I low key want to make that a checkpoint. Like, how soon until you can move on after your partner passes away? I have questions. <laughs> Were we in a happy relationship? Was it a happy and healthy relationship? Oh, you need to like fine tune. Yeah, because it. <clears throat> the thing is, like, I don't feel like we really know like if Nini and Greg was happy together I feel like yeah. it was a situation of opportunity 
And like that's also a checkpoint that we need to talk about probably in the future. Dating for opportunity because a lot of people do that. Like date for opportunity. Like I literally had a conversation with someone recently and they were telling me like never date who you want. Like date who wants you. And that's in my eyes. (laughs) You spitting. Dating for opportunity because it's just like you're looking for what you can get out of that person. You know, and I feel like Nini and Greg, like, Nini has a background, you know, she comes from the strip club. She met Greg, you know, like, he funded her life for her to get on Housewives. They were together for, what, 20 plus years, you know, like, Mm -hmm. she became the breadwinner. And, you know, like, they have children together, you know. So, it became, I feel like, a business for them. Yeah. Just being someone who watched it on TV, like, it did seem... Like, a business. Because it was just, like, Greg got her up to where she needed to be. Now it's, like, she was returning the favor Mm -hmm. of, like, holding him down. But I could tell, too, like, Nene did not look how the other girls looked on the show. The ones who were dating and trying to find a husband. Like, she didn't look like she had butterflies when she saw Greg. (laughs) You know, like, her pussy didn't get wet for Greg. Sorry. But, honesty... You know, like, I saw that. Like, it looked like it was more so, like, optics. Yeah, or complacency, too. This is my man, y'all. You know, and, like... I mean, I guess to answer your checkpoint, though, I feel as though... um, In a situation like that. I feel like uh, dealing with the loss of a partner, like... A loss of anybody, I I think that there's no timeline on when you stop grieving. Mm. Um... I'm, I can't even begin to even try to put myself in her shoes. So, I, I don't know. I, I I truly don't really have an answer for this, to be honest. Okay, I feel fair. like I feel like grieving, like, and how you go through that is your own process. And what right. comes... I think it's important not to trauma bond. And, I don't think she's doing that. Because... Yeah, I, I just think it's important not to tra- trauma bond um, and create and get into relationships where you'd be like, you really would not be with this person if you know you know what yeah. I mean? Like you connected off of some trauma and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean this new guy, he looked good. Better okay. than Greg, people are saying. People are saying <laughs> hello. But I feel like she been killed Greg. Not to say like that, but to say like that. Like literally her last seasons of Housewives, she would cut up and then start crying and her rationale would be Greg is at home with cancer. Right? Literally, when Greg passed away, she threw a whole party at her establishment, Delanifia, mm-hmm. for Greg. Literally, everyone was saying how throughout the whole series of events, because it wasn't just that. Mm-hmm. Like, she had a, the after, what is it, the afterpath? All of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. At her establishment, Delanifia, mm-hmm. with a bunch of celebrities taking pictures. She had an interview Basically calling out people who didn't show up. Who Very sent, much so. Called out all the housewives. Who sent one bouquet of flowers versus who sent five. Like, went into all of that. People who are really grieving don't really care about that. That's a fact. You know, so streets are really saying that, like, she mentally was done with Greg a long time ago. So all of this is nothing new. This is just adding to the theory of Nini. Sure. You know, so, but... Yeah, let's just wrap me up. But I feel like we'll definitely be keeping you posted on this. Yes. 
was. And the biggest talk of the town, child, is the Drake and Kanye concert, a.k.a. the Larry Hoover Benefit concert. Hmm. Hmm. Where to begin? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What were your thoughts about the show? I want to start there. I thought it was a Kanye production through and through. I feel like the way it was set up was very Kanye. It reminded me, he had a fashion show in New York City a couple years ago where he basically did it at the Department of Transportation? Mm -hmm. Department of Sanitation. They have a warehouse in New York that's filled with the, the salt that Uh they use when it's snowing. Mm -hmm. And Kanye had a fashion show there. This reminded me of that, where it was like this huge space. space, And it was like this huge like mountain in the middle. And like Drake was on top performing. And, you know, it was a lot of like lights, darkness, somewhere in the middle. But people are also saying that this was a versus battle that Drake didn't know about. We gonna get into that. <laughs> Supposedly, I, I didn't get to watch everything, but apparently, like Drake was playing all his new stuff. Yeah, I didn't watch live. Um, so one thing I will say is that I think aesthetically everything looked amazing. Very Kanye. Like, production was like superb. Very Kanye. Um, I think that. It's very clear that I don't care that, you know, Drake can post all the pictures of him and Kanye laughing all he wants. There's still some tension there. And if Kanye Kanye knows anything about a fucking Scorpio, they know that. Tread lightly. Know yourself. So, um, essentially, though, I just feel like the concert, I think it missed the mark. I think it was supposed to be about Free Larry Hoover. Not once did they share about who Larry Hoover is mm-hmm. or, um, you know, what they were actually doing the concert for mm-hmm. or anything of that nature. And I feel like that was really... Like, Lackluster. Yeah. I feel you. Um, also, I did not care that Drake did all of Certified Loverboy. Oh, Fucking Kanye went back into his catalog. And yeah. I can see why it gave a versus feel. And I'm like, I don't know if Con- I, I I don't know if Drake purposely did that to like not try to make it a versus feel of like I'm gonna just do my new shit and Kanye is doing his like, you know, his his catalog. Yeah. Because that would and that kind of threw me off a bit. But I feel like that's also Kanye had two sets. Drake only had one. It was just very weird. Kanye was forgetting the lyrics to, like, all of his songs. Dead. Very strange. But I feel like it would have made more sense if it was a CLB versus Donda because they came out, like, within a week of each other. Or a couple weeks, I should say. Yeah. You know, so that would make more sense. Like, this is the concert for that, you know, but... Kanye and his witch doctor had other things up their sleeves. So um, there's been like some critiques from following the show of like where the profits from this concert is going. Um, at first it was reported that it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because you know they sold merch. They had merch designed by Balenciaga. Merch was trash. It of was course. Fucking garbage. Of course. Two hundred dollars for a fucking hoodie. Anyways. <laughs> 
Like, that shit was, like, whatever. But um, they're saying that the ticket sales and the streaming profits from the show are being distributed to three nonprofit organizations. Oh. Ex-cons for community service and social change, which helps formerly incarcerated um, people re-enter their communities. Hustle 2.0, which is a study program for those behind bars in Uptown People's Law Center, which dedicates resources to advocating for prisoners' um, human rights. Um, I just really <laughs> feel that overall, like, I don't know. Something about this show just seemed very forced. And I feel like, like you said, I feel like this was a Kanye production with Drake just, like, being there on the sideline, being, like, yeah. a little cheerleader. Because mm-hmm. the camera kept panning to Drake. And I didn't watch this in real time. I ended up watching this, like, a couple days after. And it just was quite... It was, I don't know. It's just, it was just weird. It, it just wasn't. Literally, there was an era where um, Kanye was an era. There was a point when Kanye was literally telling them like, take pictures of Drake. Like that's a great angle. <laughs> like literally. You're sick. So honestly, like I really do feel like. Um, I'm also gagging at the fact that Drake had a hoodie that said "Free Demandum." Kanye had the jeans that said "Free Larry Hoover." Free Hoover. Like, it was just... Um, was I just, just wish bullshit. that more light was actually shed on, like, Larry Hoover. Like, at some point during that show, like, they did not make any acknowledgement. Like, they shouted out his son. They didn't... But I'm just like, the people there, like, I think that's your time to fucking bring the fucking awareness. Yeah. Also, too, like, just even reading, like, I hope that some of the profits go to, like, Larry Hoover's, like, defense and stuff like that. Like, it's great that it's going to nonprofit, but it's like, okay. Larry Hoover. Like. But truthfully, Larry Hoover ain't never coming out. That man been in jail since I've been alive for almost yeah. 29 years, show. Yeah. I mean, his story is quite complicated. I'm sure. Complex, but I'll catch on American Gangsta. I think Chicago needs him to restore some order. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy out there. Restore some order. Yeah. Ask Lil Dirk to restore some order. Little Dirk said on the song, he said to Kanye and Kim, just stick to the strip. They not. Strip. I'm glad it's you brought them up. I'm glad you brought them up because Kim is not sticking to that script. Period. Like she's done, and she's letting her legal team know she's that she's everyone done. Know. Like. <laughs> She's letting more than her legal team know. Kim filed a motion to make herself legally single from Kanye. I've never heard of that before. Same. This is this must be in the same file cabinet as Mariah suing that man for wasting her time. <laughs> like, <laughs> and winning the case. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. but Kim is no longer sticking to the script at all. Like she's completely done with Kanye. Kanye has been begging and pleading. Literally at the end of Runaway, for his set at the um, benefit concert, he's saying her this full he government, and he's asking her to come back home and not and run not away. with his kids in the fucking audience. Yeah, cutting up, running amok. But you know what's so funny about that one moment? <laughs> this nigga always into can't tell me nothing. What do you want? Like you want peace or violence? <laughs> Pick your poison, <laughs> please. But honestly, um. Kim is done, and I see why. Like, who knows what she had to put up with on the back end. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes of him just cutting up. I feel like in a relationship, like, Kanye feels like he's the bad bitch. And that's where he's fucking up. Truthfully. But he might be a bad bitch. 
Not with Kim. She's a battle one. Yeah. Um, gave her four kids, and she's thanking him with her lawyers. But <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Um, Rolling Loud also took place this week, and everyone's talking about Future bringing out Kanye. And um, Kanye freestyled over one of Future's songs, and... Chris Brown performed. That has been the talk of the town. Really? I missed that. Yeah, that has been the talk of the town. His mother posted on Instagram how she's super excited to see him back on stage where he belongs. And how everyone missed him. Twitter. You know what's going on. He gonna release a project with with 65 songs next. Yeah. You know how he do. Twitter um, had a field day with Chris Brown after this performance because, you know, you had... The naysayers and you had the fans who never let him go after the whole Rihanna debacle, which now feels like it took place the dinosaur years ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, but essentially, like, Chris Brown is like a canceled icon, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it's very. It's the one that we love to hate. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has talent. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, I think that... And he busts them dance moves. And it's just Woo! like everyone forgets that he busted Rihanna upside her head. Everyone loves to forget that fact. Mm-hmm. But Interesting. Yeah, it's really, like, weird the position of Chris Brown in the entertainment industry as well as, like, life in general because... Mm-hmm. People still look to him and go to him like when they want like hits and things and yep. like he Mario has been. damn sure got 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 a song with him. He, I didn't I didn't listen to it yet, but he still has been like you know goaded within our community and like he gets the clicks. He does, and he has had like like Danny Lee. That's why we knew you. Who Danny Lee? Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> Oh That's my gosh. But yeah, so it's just like very interesting, like the position that he's in. And, you know, like I feel like, again, after a performance, like it was sort of like a light shined on are we fucking with him or not? And I'm just like, that. that's also like the group think that you mentioned before because it's just like at this point, Rihanna has forgiven Chris Brown. Ben. Ben, Ben. You know, so it's just like for you to still be on that. I think the thing with Chris is that he also, outside of the Rihanna incident, just even like how his interactions with women after Rihanna. Black women. Mm. Because I'm every... not even talking about black women because I'm, I'm also thinking about just Karuchi and his like during the breakup of like him like pulling up on her and being like that, that being shown that as really meme, aggressive. That meme still is in rotation. Yes, so very much so. Like girls like that. Well, the girls need to talk to, to the ladies. Yeah. Yes. But I feel like it's more so been black women because literally, like, since Rihanna, it's been nothing but, like, this mixed Yeah, Asian, he don't like black women. You know, and then there has been stories about how he black no women bitches. have been kicked out of his parties. He you know, no bad bitches. So I think he doesn't have the best reputation when it comes yeah, he's to... Yeah, he's a very... um dynamic person to like 
you know, that's I think he's one of the ones that you want to separate the art from the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he has a baby on the way. Allegedly. With Diamond Brown. Who is Diamond Brown? Apparently, like, that's his ex-girlfriend, but he's been the blog and now she's pregnant. Good for her. This but... will be his third child with the third BM. And no marriage, no nothing in sight. Y'all niggas is just nasty. Yeah. You know like he's really about giving the nastiest no one? guidance for real. He's giving no guidance for real. <laughs> like <laughs> pun you, intended. You need to stop that. Please talk about the nastiest one. The nastiest man of them all. Like yo, if this, I, <laughs> I don't want to promote violence, but I no baby. DJ Academics, I cannot stand him. He makes my skin crawl. You say like, this he's every up, time. He's up there with like funk flex with me. Like I just hate bitch ass niggas. Before or after the light bulb? <laughs> Definitely after the light bulb. He, <laughs> he was with his big one after the light bulb, showing everybody sculpting on the table. Stop doing that. Anyways, let's leave him over there. The other day, I was listening to the radio. I know, shame really? on me. <laughs> you listen to the radio? It was an accident. Like, I forgot to plug my phone <laughs> It was phone an in. accident. <laughs> Funky Flex was going crazy on the radio. He was like, how how um DJs be paying, be getting paid for features, and it shows because they be playing that whack shit. He's nothing like them. And how he be seeing You're the... You're <laughs> <laughs> He was like how he be seeing the messages and they be like, oh, such and such, I paid them to play my song. Why can't you get paid? He was like, I'm not going to air y'all out because I'm not a Takashi. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It was crazy. But I was just like, this is what you doing in your big age? Like, gossiping? Yes, he's a bitch. <gasps> Anywho, and along the lines, DJ Academics, also another bitch. Um, he was on a recent episode of the Fresh and Fit podcast. Um, if he you're not fresh, he, was, he definitely was not fit. <laughs> that <laughs> Drake, can you please stop? I'm just trying to get through the story. Oh my god! <laughs> if you're not familiar with this podcast, this podcast basically like it's too corny as Nick. First of all, this this podcast itself is fucking corny. But they've been getting a lot of steam, so I'm not going to hate. My steam. But these niggas is corny, though, because they sit there, and the concept of their podcast, essentially, is that, like, it's these two male hosts, and, like, they typically either have, like, um, women or, like, guys, I mean, or um, women and men, and, like, they just debate and have discussions it's over like various round table, lunch table conversation. Yeah, but, like, at the end of the day, I just feel like the people that they have on there is just, like, y'all not adding no depth, no nothing. Like, these bitches can't. And these niggas cannot hold their own, can't can't hold their own thought. You don't like but the formula. That's neither here nor there. Now, there was a model by the name of Whitney Ledon. Um The Don is right. Huh. She huh. out. Okay. And they were having this conversation um alongside academics and some other models where um Ladon ended up calling herself a child of God, right? What's wrong with that? I don't know. Well, same. Well, maybe the same reason why Travis called himself a man. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and so after she had said that, academics took it upon himself because my problem with academics is that he don't never address men. He only addresses women, and I hate niggas like that. Like those type of niggas that. I... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> um. So academics goes. He he goes. I wanted. 
he he follows up with that with saying um, he wanted to know if God would approve of her having a child out of wedlock. And that's where things got really heated between the two, right? So they're exchanging words. Oh, that's how it started? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And um, it only escalated further when Whitney called out um, academics for the sin of obesity. Now, I don't go to church, so I don't know what if there's <laughs> a sin in obesity. I don't know. I don't know if that's in who Bible. I think Genesis. it's greed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is what she said, though. She said the sin of obesity. Yo. All right, but she was there, though. She was there. She was there. Right? Greed is crazy. Anyways. And, but here's where academics, see, and this is what I, I can't with niggas. Academics, like, he can never just keep it on the playground. He goes and talks about how he's going to get a friend to beat the brakes off her fucking head. Oh, boy, did she do that? Oh, lo and behold, allegedly, now this, now this is where things get hazy because things happen off camera or whatever. Child. Allegedly, Miss Whitney started reaching in her bag. What kind of bag was it? It wasn't a Birkin. Oh, no. Baby got, got the drink. No, it wasn't none of that. But um, academics went on live afterwards um, because production had stopped. Like, it was like a whole big thing. Like, they, they shut down having everything. Them. Right. Um, academics claims that he didn't know what shorty was reaching for in her bag during the show. Um, but he basically was insinuating that she had some sort of weapon. Mm. Um, Whitney actually came forward and she said that you know, she wanted to clarify. She was like, yeah, nigga, I had a gun. Oh. But she said, she's saying that she did not pull out her weapon. um, And that, you know, she wasn't reaching for it or anything. um, And that she kept her weapon concealed. Honestly, academics, that serves you motherfucking right. You was shitting bricks, nigga. You was popped in panic. Was. Okay? And even if she would have just took it out and just flashed at that motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> that would have Oh my god. Everybody at the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> it's me and this big bitch one on one. Okay. Everybody at the motherfucking podcast room. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> me and this big bitch is correct. <laughs> me and this big bitch right now. <laughs> oh my Yo. gosh. Because wow. I can't. It's enough. Like, academics, yo, men can really violate. Like, I've seen rappers, people across the industry violate this man. He won't say nothing. When it comes to a woman, he has no problem disrespecting coming out his mouth. And mm -hmm. for that, niggas like you deserve no respect. You deserve to get violated on any chance. Like, I wish she pulled it out on him. On God. Like, I would pay, pay her bail. Oh, my God. Because that's women's rights. And that's the end of that segment right there. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, we're going to segue over into the checkpoint. The second checkpoint of the, the episode. The second checkpoint. Child, if you don't know what's going around, <sighs> you might want to get in tune. You might, you might want to get a Twitter. You might want to holler. <laughs> you might want to holler at Hitman Holler. Dead. So, Hitman Holler, he is a battle rapper. Um, from St. Louis, he's very like well known. Currently, his latest gig is on the Wall and Out. Mm -hmm. 
I got and boy, boy, was he wild and out. Okay. Um, so recently, <laughs> his close friends were was screen recorded and released to the public, mm-hmm. where he shared some intimate moments with him and his longtime girlfriend. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And so, my checkpoint for this week is, like, I want to know, like, is it okay to post your sexual activities, experiences on the close friends? Like... What is it getting? Because I've heard this is not the first time I've heard of people fucking on the close friends. Now the people that I'm in their close friends, they don't be fucking. Yeah. I'd be like boring. Yeah. I mean, I don't be fucking them on either, but I just feel like, let me tell you, I feel like the whole recording of the sex for me is very immature. Very much so. Ooh. I just feel like why? You know, like if you want to be a porn star, like just commit to that and go do that. For you to like be in a relationship or what have you, even if it's a situationship, mm-hmm. and feel the need, like if you're having sex with someone, you know, and like sex is a good time, you know, <laughs> you're having sex is a good time. such a good time. You feel the need that this needs to be recorded. Because maybe you want to remember, like, it's a great session. So if it's so good and you can't remember, like, something's wrong with you. What? (laughs) No, but you want to just have that visual Mm, moment. You know, maybe because maybe, you know, schedules get busy and you got to rub one out. No. I feel like Pornhub, a platform of abundance in content to rub one out, you know? As far as, like, recording, like, I'm totally and completely against this. I don't know if it's because of the era I grew up in. Whatever. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, I yes, have, I, leaked everything? I'm, what, three years your senior? <laughs> like, you need to respect me. <laughs> I grew up in an era of when Twitter really got no, crazy. Smut Sundays? Smut Sundays. Titty Tuesdays? Titty Tuesday, Twitter after dark. Like, literally in high school for me. Those scary times. Literally in high school for me, it would be, like, bitches getting exposed on Sunday. Yeah. You go to school on Monday, and people trying to figure out, like, who that was, who that is. Or who who tap that was. You know, and they can't come back to school because it's just, like, they've been violated. So, it was just, like, I just feel like it just should not happen. I don't know if that has played a part in my thinking, my rationale, but I just feel like risking that whole that person has power over you and you can possibly get exposed, it's just too much for me. Well, in the sense, well, Hitman Holla did go to Twitter and he was just like, I posted this, like, my girlfriend is in my close friends. She know that I posted this. I posted this on our anniversary. Blah, blah, but blah. why? I knew the risk. Um... I definitely do get what you're saying. I think that there is risk involved when you um, record your sexual activities. And then on top of that, like, it's one thing to record it. Like, that's the last of the That's why anytime I record it's always on my phone because I'm going to keep it. That's what old girls say. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> going to keep it. I just feel like, for one, it's to record it because it's just like, okay. I ain't never send out the files. Okay. Like, you know, like, it's between me and you. Like, you could watch it or I could watch it and that's it, Right. For you to take it a step above, and then he, apparently he has like thirty girls. Yeah, he got and the close friend. close friend. For you to so like, share it with all songs? thirty of them, unsolicited, like why? To tell me happy anniversary. 
That was a bit weird. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. It was a bit weird. Like, it was just a lot. And I feel like it's the same thing. Like, no matter, like, who the situation is, like, why are you recording? And also, just to shed some light, too, like, women also be posting themselves fucking in their close friends. Let's be, like, it's not just men doing it. Of course. Like, women are also doing this. And so, I mean, I just think, like you said, there is a risk of being outed. You're... I just no feel like if that's what, what you want to do, why not go to OnlyFans and do it? No, and no matter what, like, since the dawn of time, like, it's always been, like, if you record... When shit goes sour, trust and believe this oh, is coming out. Like dead ass, I think bro. back to um Keys and Six Hundred Breezy. Ooh. Remember like he was nibbling on her coochie. As soon as shit went left and she got pregnant with the the triplets, please. She posted the video of him nibbling on her coochie. Bitches are evil. <laughs> like literally it's just like <laughs> nibble up nibbling. Nibbles. <laughs> <laughs> Nibbles is gutter butt. <laughs> like literally, it's always been on Mad Day. On Mad Day, I'm gonna out you. No, literally. Literally, and it's just like that. Oh, like you was just doing it. So whenever you're horny, you could go back and think of me. Is now, oh, I'm gonna embarrass you. I'm gonna put you on Front Street. No, literally. You know, so it's just for me. It's always been like, why, why do you guys record? Like, if you're having sex and like you're being pleasured and everything like that like you can't even think about reaching for your phone and turning on a light and like, however i do appreciate the men that are part-time videographers because i'm like how y'all can single like that but where do you know <laughs> <laughs> how your body is set up honey what that mean uh-uh, don't do that don't do, hold on holiday hold on holiday don't do that Think about stuff like that though. Like, what if you're supposed to like make it and you feel the? No, I do think about stuff like that. And then, but somebody but, mad. But that's why I, I mean, I personally feel like you have to do that with someone that you like that as like trust. Trust yeah, is one of those like, words. Feel, like it comes and goes. You know, I get like, what you're saying too. But that is definitely, but I, I don't know how to explain it, but I definitely think that, like, for instance, I'm thinking about, like, one particular person that we may, <laughs> can you please stop looking at me like that? Because whenever we I'm, talk about these general things and you take it personal, no, I'm like, oh my I'm not God. taking it personal, because I'm just thinking about, like, even though, like, me and that person, like, we're not in communication at all, okay. or whatever, but I'm, like, if I was to make it big today... Like, I have no worry in the world that that person is going to, like, try to leak my shit. You get what I'm saying? Because okay. I feel like it would have been happened. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it would have been happened type shit. Yes and no. Like, I feel like the like, way I how people are. I just feel like the character are, of people, like, you know what I mean? Like, we did not end on bad terms. Like, it was not That good don't matter. Like, when the money comes up, like, say, next year, you become a billionaire. And, you know, niggas know, like, oh, but like. Bitch, I am. I don't care. And you're not going to extort me, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bitch I'm giving. Like, let's really talk about it. Like, and now that's going to be more content for my podcast. <laughs> that's a bitch I am, so go ahead. You you own you own whatever it comes. I'm going to lean and right I, into it. And that's what we spoke about when it comes to Chloe. Like, you got to lean right into it, y'all. Lean in. Okay. <laughs> My checkmate for this week, we're going to transition, you guys. 
and we're running way over. Like we're really kind of, but yeah. you know, it's it's okay. This giving a two part episode. I don't know. This is your week to edit, but <laughs> lovely. We're gonna figure this out. Literally, you guys, we have had such a hard time. Like as you guys can tell, like we're now in a studio space. You know, better we're figuring out some things. Audio quality. We're trying to figure it out. And literally this week, we had to like go through some things before we started recording. But you know, like this is nothing for a giant like us. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we'll be better. If but, this is what I think you're going to talk about, go. So, my checkmate for this week is going to these three girls that have been going viral. Nasty ass bitches. Two of them, one of them is pregnant. One of them literally had an infant, I want to say no more than like two months old. ACS. In her hand, right? And the other one, I don't even know what she had. All three, a unanimous mess. <laughs> literally. In a beauty supply store, right? They came in and, like, literally, <clears throat> the owner should have known as soon as they came in, like, something was going to happen. Because and they, you hate to profile people, but you see? You have to. When you own a business, you have to profile people. But the owner should have known as soon as they came in that these girls, I want to call them animals, but I'm trying to be res- Respectful. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. These girls were up to no good because as soon as they came in, first of all, they looked a mess. Like, through and through, like, it was a mess. Like, yeah. They came in, and as soon as they walked through the doors, they looked directly into the security cameras. Like, oh, y'all got cameras? <laughs> like, oh, literally. Y'all? Are we on the air? Literally. <laughs> all three of them looked into the camera. Then they went to the counter, and the owner's daughter was working at the store, you know, family business, trying to help mm-hmm. out or whatever. They tried on a couple different wigs and things, and I guess they found ones that they liked. They decided to continue to pepper spray the cashier, the owner's daughter, and run out the store with said wigs. Now, keep in mind, one of them has an infant child, no more than two months old, in her arm, barely holding the baby properly, right? One is pregnant, right? Who knows what kind of chemicals are in this pepper spray? Who knows? You know, so we're talking about possibly harming the infant child. We're talking about possibly harming the unborn child. You know, just to get wigs. Just for some 613. I don't even know what that is. That's the blonde color. That's the girl's love. Oh, I just feel like they definitely need to check themselves for you to risk lives. Because that's what you're doing at this point. And that's an assault. And that's an assault. For you to risk lives for and some assault wigs? someone over a wigs. You know you can pay for wigs on Afterpay. You don't even got a pay in full now. You know, so, like, it's just, at this point, like, where are you in life? And this is what I'm talking the about. The bottom. This is what I mean when I say frequencies. Because for you to be vibrating this low, where you have to assault. But this is what we also be saying about people do not live the same life for you. People are willing to rob, steal, and kill. For wigs. 
for anything. Like, it's just really sad through and through. And I really hope they take the kid away. I think the mother had spoken out. Um, and she shared that, like, due thanks to the security footage, that they were able to identify the three women and that, you know, charges and stuff like that will be filed. But I just feel like, how low do you have to be to, to do something like that? Wigs. You're still in wigs. Like, for what? You want to get your, your hair done? baby? What's your baby? Baby in hand. In hand. And then you're... Like, was it like a 40-inch bust down? Like, what's, what's tea? No wig could be that good. No, literally, like it's not no giving way. kids a boutique. It's no not way. And you act like you getting this shit installed by by arrogant dad. No wig could be that good for you to do what you did to get it. Like, there's no way. Like, I really need answers. They gotta check themselves. That's really terrible. That's really terrible. And this is the the type of things that like set black people back because like a thousand clear, years. Well, a thousand years like <laughs> when they think of us this? like they group think mm-hmm. as you said before so it's just like if y'all girls like i'm so tempted to call them bitches but if y'all young ladies <laughs> decide to put your kids at risk to assault someone and steal wigs what would you do for 10k the <laughs> What would you do for 10K? And this is why I say... You about to bury the block. <laughs> if you doing that for some wigs... This is why I say, like, you you say trust. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> there, there is no honor amongst thieves. <laughs> that's the perfect way to end the episode. There <laughs> Yo, is no it. honor amongst thieves. And, like, Period. we're just going to end it like that. It's a cold world, are you? Thank you guys for checking out another week of the Checkers podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at The Checkers Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at The Checkers Pod. Please feel free to DM us with any topics that you want us to cover. Any questions for the checkpoint? If you guys have any checkmates, feel free to send us like voice memos. We can add it to the episode and like you can be a part of the show. Love that for y'all. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Okay? Okay. Oh, this is checkers, baby. You was playing checkers. <laughs>